Welcome back, everybody, to this week's Cop Machine Podcast. Chimney's back with us. I hope we all had a good 4th of July break, but since we've been gone, it's gotten very exciting out there, hasn't it? So, big, big news. I know all of us, most of us, we, we grew up most of our lives. I, I know not you, Chimney, but here in Columbus. When people talk about the Big Ten, you think, you know, snow, three yards of cloud of dust, Shem Beckler, Woody Hayes, you, you think like, you know, 13, a lot, lot of big, strong farm boys, a lot, lot of tight ends, right? We're going to pick up a lot of first downs. You don't tend to think of warm, calm, sandy beaches. Palm trees. And palm, exactly. <laughs> but guess who just joined? So... Welcome to the Big Ten, the USC and UCLA. So all the way out in LA now, we're all in the Big Ten together. I was, at first I heard the news, these were my first immediate thoughts. One, I was like, Stanford, and I was like, no, good that it's not Stanford, because in most categories, Stanford's like the West Coast version of Ohio State. When you look at size and depth, like, they're the only other school that can match us in having as many sports as we do. Because you know what I do to Title Ten. Stanford's Ivy League. Well, kind of they're considered. They are. They looked upon that way. But I'm saying, look at their depth in sports. There's not a lot of schools that have, like, we have synchronized diving at Ohio State. Yeah. Like, you got, yeah, you got to yeah. start getting really intricate. So Stanford does a lot of those same sports, and they have this massive depth. Stanford will have a really good men's soccer team like we do, and a really good football team like we do, and a really good women's basketball team like we yeah. do. But uh, Stanford just feels weird for some reason. Like Stanford, is, is to me, is viewed as kind of that um, academic-type yeah. school for some reason. But, I mean, not for some reason, because they do have a good academic. <laughs> I got recruited by Stanford now that I think about it. Man. Okay. Right? Would you, what, was your, what was your thinking like between I going there? I had no thoughts on going to Stanford. I just, it was, you know, in, the, in that time, you know, I'm just starting to kind of get recruited. Um, but I just started getting recruited by the bigger schools. You know, Stanford okay. came in, and I was a... Probably had 3.8 GPA in, in uh, high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good GPA. You can get, you still got room to improve. I'm like, man, I did my job in school already. It's time, fo- it's time to talk football, man. Let's not talk class. Let's <laughs> talk school. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk like classroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stanford, um, I mean, that would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, USC, UCLA, it's like, it just seems crazy, though. Just regionally. The whole L.A. Yeah. Regionally, it seems. A lot of travel. It seems crazy. But if you, if you, if you go back and kind of look at where things were headed with, you know, mergers and um, mm. conferences, you could predict, you could have predicted USC. At least USC would join the Big Ten. Yes, yes. Because I'm, I'm sure if you're not a, a guest of this, the last, not to, you know, besmirch people's reputations, but the last Pac-12 Pac commissioner, he was not. Not a lot of love for him. Yeah. And you guys came yeah. in, and I, I, I remember when I saw the news, I was like, I hope they give this guy some time, because he just kind of, not that it's a sinking ship, but everything from revenue. A lot of people at the Pac-12 have been very upset for a lot of time. It started with, why could we not retain Nebraska? And like, you know, the whole yeah. skating thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, they're at a point where all the good schools, all they've got left is really Stanford. 
Let, mm. like, let's be honest. That's, yeah. I mean, like, um, no offense to Utah State, but you know, like <laughs> I mean, they got Oregon. They got Oregon. <laughs> they got Oregon. <laughs> no, you're right. They got, they got Oregon. Oregon. Who, who um, do you think said no to Oregon? Do you think Oregon didn't want to join? No, we said no. Nah, Oregon. Can I think stay. USC and UCLA said no to Oregon. Mm. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So you got to think, right? So for so UCLA, USC and UCLA moved to the Big Ten, right? If UCLA, if UCLA, USC and UCLA wanted Oregon to come with them, Oregon will come to the Big Ten. I think they are, they are the ones because when you look at the conferences at this point, there's two conferences that are separated themselves: the yeah. SEC and the Big Ten. And the Big Ten, right? So if you just look at the money, right, it's like if you're USC. We have to move to either the SEC, which is not going to happen, yeah. given, or the Big Ten. Otherwise, we'll be stuck in the Pac-12, and we can't compete on. The yeah, you can't. You can't compete for the money. So, so it makes sense to move. Is there a lim- limit at all on how many teams you can be in in a conference? No, no, no. Yeah, when the rules were made. They were originally people wanted to be like, you know, pure to the geography. Like, you want to play people around you because you have a history of playing them. It's good for the rivalry. But there's, there's no, like you said, there's no limit. And there's no, like, geographic limit. So, again, with what Chimby just said about those two big, um, the, the two big conferences, you've got one where, and it was you, you mentioned this to me earlier, you said, you know, kind of look at the SEC. Let's say they've got the better athletes, let's just give it to them. The Big Ten, though, they went after the markets. They've got those large TV markets, L.A., Chicago, New York, all in one conference. Yeah. So the decision, it's its almost like a stupid decision if you USC and UCLA don't take it because the amount of money at stake, I, I don't know if you guys heard, Apple now wants to renegotiate the Big Ten deal. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Apple, I, I, originally they, they were negotiating, and they're like, nah, it's okay, we don't want it that much. And I can see why, but with the addition of USC and UCLA, you look at like alumni base, you know, it's possible we could be playing on Apple TV. Who knows? But it's worth a lot of money now. It's worth yeah. a lot. You just added the LA TV market. It's it's worth everything. Like, and and that, and it's just. I mean, it's 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 money now. <laughs> and now more than anything with NIL, okay, NIL calls the real. I think this was our. I think this was going to happen regardless. Yeah, when you when the SEC did what they did when Texas. Yeah, and Texas and uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma did that. This this was this yeah, this was going to happen. But I think the importance of making sure that you continue to move forward. In advance, and make sure that you're part of the money. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna. It's becoming more and more important. Um, I would just uh, start an NIL. I don't know if you saw. <coughs> Did they yesterday? Yes, sir. They need to. They got some high-level recruits. They landed uh, Xavier and Wampa last mm-hmm. year, so they've got like he was a five-star. I'm I don't think it's something. I mean, they've had some pretty good recruits. They, they almost won the Big Ten last year. They went to championship. They didn't kill right. Yeah, yeah, George Kittle played for, yeah, that's an Iowa tight end. That's the thing, right? That's what I mean, the Big Ten. Tight ends and linemen. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're known for, and now, now you know, uh, corners. But it's just the, the imagery of the Big Ten changes. And I think now, here's something a lot of people don't discuss. The nuances of what happens to high school football now. Because if you're a kid who's playing uh, college football, because before, we you know, the way schools recruit, after what happened down in Mississippi, if you know what I'm talking about, everyone kind of just stayed in their own backyard yeah. you know, after that incident. Yeah. It's like you you recruit where you live and let's not, you know, cause what happened to happen again with that incident. 
So, everyone, it's like you recruit your state first and then your conference first. So, like, the Ohio State would, of course, recruit the hell out of Ohio and then they go, they go to Pennsylvania and Michigan. And then everyone goes to Florida eventually. Everybody goes to Florida. Yeah, you're going to go to Florida. Everybody, everybody goes to Florida. Florida. You have to. If you don't go to Florida, you're not going to win anything. I want to see, is, is there a college football team that does not have someone in from Florida. Oh no, we we've checked. I've gone, no. yeah, I've gone from place to place to yeah. place. What? So what was it for? What is it? The high school? Uh, well, I'll I'll let you answer yourself. You I mean, know it's just I'm a bunch saying. of athletes, man. Just yeah. a bunch of get out the mud <laughs> athletes. It's, it's I, um, you go to I remember going on my uh, recruiting visits. And every time I went to a school, I just checked to see if there was another recruit oh, from Florida. Yeah. There was always a recruit from Florida. Oh, yeah. Always, a hundred percent. Yeah. So then I start thinking like, is there a city? Any specific city or is it? No, no, yeah, random. It could be yeah. random, small town. I remember where uh, uh, Janoris Jenkins, the, the town that he played at. I remember. Uh, I think it was probably Pahokee or something. Yes, like that. this town is tiny. They but they they have more Super Bowl winners and they have. Traffic. Is it Pahokee <laughs> or? It is Pahokee. Yeah, literally, they've got more than they've got traffic lights. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it's like no, they make Super Bowl winners over there. So. That's nuts. Is it yeah. the weather? Is it the? I mean, Texas has got to be up there with them, right? I think I think it's a lot of things. The geographic distribution of the way Florida grew, like the way Florida was established, allowed for, for there to be these like these metropolises, these meccas. So by that I mean. All right, Colum think about Columbus, right? You've got a Columbus and you've got, like, surrounding suburbs. Okay. Right? And then the next biggest thing to Columbus is, like, you know, Cincinnati. You know, the way the Midwest is laid out with suburbs and stuff. Florida, while being the South, also has elements of, like, the way that their cities were created, you have, like, 6A down a 3A ball. So you have these really large high schools in Florida, like, like 3,000. Like, they they have... Yeah. They have 5,000 person high school. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, a whole, yeah, a whole high school, 5,000 kids in there. But I'd say the biggest thing is Florida does not say no to innovation when it comes to when it comes to football. By that I mean, like in Ohio, state of Ohio doesn't do seven on seven football. Florida does. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, there's so many things. Flat football competitions. Yeah, and all types of, Florida, you know. I mean, it's it's football, man. You you, you don't you don't need shoes. You don't need yeah. nothing, man. You go out there, you play football. Uh, but yeah, it's crazy. I forgot what we were even talking about before we talked about <laughs> the, the Florida, but the mergers. Yeah, so so the the mergers when they happen now, you look at if if you're a kid playing the state of Ohio and you're looking at okay, what am I going to get offered? And we see this a lot. You look at the rosters. Whether it be, and depending on how good you are in high school, okay, if you're the creme de la creme, if you're good enough, Ohio State will offer you. If not, you see, and you've got the, you know, your Athens of the world, your Kent States, you know, and then so on and so forth. Maybe you go out of state. But a kid playing high school football in Ohio is not competing with a kid playing high school football in California for the same, like, spot. And I think the state of Ohio doesn't realize what just happened to it. Before, when you looked at the Big Ten and you said, okay, what's the best recruiting territory in all the Big Ten? It would it ended up being Ohio, not by a wide margin. It just was Ohio because I can go and get linemen and, and tight ends, you know, in Nebraska and also out in Minnesota. But I'm going to get more wide receivers and quarterbacks also in Ohio. So you end up winning. But that changes now. California, California is right after Florida, I'd say, as far as 
really good football players coming out of it. I mean, Polytech, they have the record. They've produced 57 NFL players. And they, they, they you know, if you remember, they have the streak for the longest ever um, uh, undefeated streak in, in uh, high school football. That high school's out in California. So I think the state of Ohio must get a lot more competitive. They also just became one of the few states that doesn't do NIL but the, on a high school level that feeds into the Big Ten. So look at all the feeder schools for Wait, the Big Ten. Wait, rerun that, what did you just say? They, Ohio just became one of the schools that feeds into the Big Ten where high school NIL is illegal, because it's legal in California, right? Like you can pay, like a freshman can make money if you go to Cali. So let's say you live in Ohio right now, and you had a really good, like your title is really good at sports. If they go to Cali, they can make money from ninth to senior year and still go to Ohio State. Wow. All right, but if they stay in Florida, they're not making a dime till senior year right now. Right? Same thing with, and, and you have really good, same thing for gymnasts. If you're a gymnast in California who's going to come to Ohio State or UCLA, you can start making money now. Mm. I think the way that the high school state associations have to think has changed a lot. Same thing. If you're in Colorado, you can make money as a high school kid in IL. And you look at it, most kids that play high school in Colorado, they go Pac-12. Right? Yeah. You're staying yeah. in that region. Now you can also go like to Michigan or Michigan State. So I think the way that people. So how much is that? How much is it, does that change, do you think? So, because I know when I was getting recruited, my first thought was I want to stay relatively close to home. Not necessarily, I didn't want to be an hour's drive. So I didn't want to be, I was in Florida, I was in Central Florida. I didn't want to be at Florida. Like, oh, yeah, you don't want to be. I didn't want to be a university. I didn't want to be in Gainesville. <laughs> Yeah. But I wanted to be, you know, Georgia, Alabama, somewhere. I wanted to be relatively Regional. close. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to be yeah. somewhere relatively close so I can get a quick flight back and forth. Um, I ended up going to Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you crossed the country. I, I ended up going to Ohio State because it was a great opportunity. And, you know, the coaches were like, look, it's just like a two-hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to fly from Alabama, you might as well fly. You know what I'm saying? It's still a flight. A flight is a flight. Um, yeah, about that. yeah they, they had a good, uh, a good selling point. But, um. How much does it change now for recruiting specifically? The expansion of the Big Ten into you know California, into LA. I think it's. What is, how does it change for recruiting, in your opinion? I, I believe that you basically the Big Ten just gained more than like ten thousand high schools, right? If you look at it as the SEC gained all the high schools in Oklahoma and Texas. The SEC was already in Oklahoma and Texas, taking everyone and their mother out of there. Like, right, there right, were plenty right. of kids that played at Bama, Georgia, Auburn, who were coming out of Texas, coming out of Oklahoma. So the SEC didn't really gain them. They were already going there and doing that. It's just also some kids would play for Oklahoma, and it technically right. be a different conference. But now, like, Ohio State, Ohio State's already going to California at a high clip. They're so, already... So if you look at the SEC, so the SEC is, is still re relatively the southeastern so, yeah, part of the country, right? Uh, even if you include the Texas schools, even if you include Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. The Big Ten is now... The whole <laughs> edge. Right, right, all the way across. Maryland. Yeah, yeah. Maryland, Rutgers. All the way across to the other point, the it's southern, crazy. southwest point in L.A. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of reach. Do you think it California is, like USC, UCLA, I think they're going to stay? Or is this just a quick move? Oh, no, 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 no. They're staying because they don't want to go down. There's no, they, they don't, there's no other option. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. It's either you make real money with the big boys or... 
You want to want to go to the Pac-12? Like you really want to? Who you want to cut checks with? This is UCLA. Whoever, whoever. I don't know who the current AD at UCLA is, but man, that guy, that guy owes Gene Smith like his firstborn son <laughs> and like his paycheck for the next decade. Because so, check this. So UCLA, what they lost to Fresno State either last year or the year before. Fresno State makes a tenth of what they make revenue-wise yeah. in football. So when you look at the share, like we make all this money, then we split it amongst all the members. The, the second or third largest member in the Pac-12 is losing to the bottom member competition-wise. And the money gap is massive. Yeah, That was the same with the Kentucky and the, um, and the March Madness this year. Oh yeah, like who they who they, they lost to. Yeah, and the money gap. The money gap like, is insane. Yeah, yeah. That's the largest ever. And that's at the tournament. Imagine if that was in a conference. Imagine if Kentucky has to play them like twice a, twice a year and they lose like that. <laughs> so for UCLA to be losing to the smallest team in their conference a year ago and then to jump to a bigger conference where they make more money, yeah, yeah that guy made a very good decision to save his job, but he had no... UCLA did not get invited to the Big Ten because of how good their football is. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. And it, it is a there's that big income gap based on whatever conference you're aligned with, mm-hmm. um, and for, that's not going to change. Who? That's not going to huh? Income gap for who? For the conferences. Yeah. The money they can make. So the Pac-12 and whatever their TV deals and all, all those things, the money they split is going to is much less than what the Big Ten is, yeah. is doing. SEC. The same way, but the school is a nonprofit. <laughs> 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 right, the school is a nonprofit. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. The NFL is also a nonprofit. Exactly. Technically. So, yeah, you just see a separation of, of the conferences when it comes to um, the money, the opportunity to make money, the, the, the revenue split there. And it just keeps getting wider at this point. I mean, I don't see. Yeah. yeah I don't I'm really wide. Yeah, it's gonna get the ACC and the Pac-12 have separated. What they say, they call it a Power Five. Yeah, yeah. So now it's, it's, it's the Power Two. It's the Power Two conference. And the Big Three now. channels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously though, right? Because yeah. now it'll be SEC and eight and Big Ten games on like your ABC and CBS, yeah, right. and of course Notre Dame will be. Right. Notre Dame really wet the bed now. That's who I'm looking so, at them like you messed up. You fucked up. So what happens with Notre Dame? Because we'll still take Notre Dame. We will, but I don't think. No, now I think you make them pay. You're like, nah, you Man. stay out in the cold. They will take Notre Dame. They'll take Notre Dame whenever Notre Dame is ready. Big Ten will take Notre Dame. I would, play, I would play hardball with Notre Dame now. I really would. Why? Why would I? They, they I mean, because Notre Dame is a brand in itself. Yeah, yeah, Notre yeah. Dame is a market. <laughs> they could be their own conference, damn it. They are. They right? are. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> they'll take they'll take Notre Dame. Uh, but this is what gets weird though, because Notre Dame is in the ACC, I believe, for the other sports. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. For basketball, they play yeah, and like lacrosse. So if they went to the the Big Ten for football. Would they also not leave the ACC? Yeah, that's why I play hardball. Notre Dame would tell you, no, I want football for Big Ten, and then they would then maybe they do basketball now that UCLA has joined. But they probably say Notre Dame because you would make Notre Dame play UCLA. Uh, Money wise, 
Right, it makes That's sense for huge. Yeah, right, right, right. But I can see Notre Dame wanting to duck that competition. A good chip. Man, forget Notre Dame, man. I'm tired. Notre Dame would duck that. I can't game. wait to play Notre Dame. Nah, yeah, but yeah, uh, imagine telling Notre Dame you got to go see UCLA every single year. And by the way, Chip Kelly is now like Chip Kelly of like. <laughs> you think Notre Dame's like? Yeah, I want that every year for five years running about a, a, a home and away. Yeah, I don't know. I just know. Yeah. I know that on Rutgers. I know that the Big Ten would take Notre Dame into the conference with opener. That's the only other team. As I look across. And I think about what the future holds for the Big Ten. The only team out there that I think they will for sure add on to the conference is Notre Dame. Uh, okay. I, I I think I mentioned to you before. I said now that Jockey doesn't matter, I'd rather Houston. I like Houston. So I like Houston for you know, we talk TV markets. Yeah. Right? I like yeah. Houston as a top ten Same. Uh, market. And, I mean, you already you got New, you got New York, you got Chicago, you got LA. Thank you. You can have a be, southern market. Yeah, it'd be wonderful. And then to the the medical research, because on the academic side, this makes a lot of sense for the Big Ten. You're now the largest re, the largest research institutions are now all in the Big Ten. Like, if you're spending money to do research, the UCLA's of the world, the Ohio States of the world. You know, the Wisconsin's of the world, Minnesota, the people that commercialize research, they're all in the big time. Rutgers, if you're doing heavy, like, biomedical research, you're, you're in the big time. Yeah. UCLA in their medical center. I think getting Houston to join would be wonderful. Either Houston, maybe Baylor, I lean towards Houston. And two, the other, because the thing about it is, it has to be a good match, but you can't be good enough that you would threaten Ohio State at football. Mm, I yeah. think that's one reason why Ohio State probably said no, no to Stanford. Because why? Why would you bring in someone? Do let's you say think you mean, Stanford approached Big Ten. Uh, I, I haven't. I don't. It wouldn't be a good. It'd be like having too much of one thing in a conference. They're basically the West Coast version of Ohio State, literally down to even the way they do business. Like Stanford and Ohio State are very, very similar institutions. Like very. When you look at. The, how large you, the size, that says a lot, like the size, your student bodies, yeah. how do your master's programs run, what do you focus on? So here's what I struggle with with Stanford, though, because Stanford, as good as they are in football, they're not really a football school. Yeah, like, they're not, they're, and I, I don't know, I don't know, I know, I, know, I know guys who went to Stanford, right? I played with guys who oh, yeah. played for Stanford, Michael Thomas of, uh, I don't know what team he's with right now. We played for Stanford. Um, Sherman played for Stanford. Yeah, okay. But, and they had, I mean, they have great players in the NFL. Right? Yeah. But even still, Stanford doesn't feel like they got the football energy. Kyle. Oh, yeah, they want it. They yeah, want they it. seem like they have more of the football energy. They got a huge alumni base as well. Mm -hmm. Um, in comparison to Stanford, yeah, um, yeah. And, they're, and they're in kind of the same geographic you know, location, geographic that like Bay Area market, the San Jose, mm -hmm. Oakland, and San Francisco, which is another major, huge, major, hub. Uh, a uh, big market. market. The thing though with Cal is, I think you would, I believe Cal is part of the California like. Um, it's a it's a university system like the if you know up in New York the the SUNYs like the. You know, there's SUNY, then like the State University of New York, then there's CUNY, yeah, the yeah, City yeah. University, yeah. and it's like a network of schools. 
Yeah, they got like UC Davis and UC Berkeley. UC Berkeley. I think they were all UC Davis. UC Irvine. UC University. We got taken up. We got taken up. The real one. The real. You know, it's like you got to take the whole family. Like, somebody's got to come with me. It's like, nah. I don't think you do, man. I don't think. I don't think that's the. I don't think that's the deal. I'd be interested because you're Cal would be a good fit because we we would we want the research. Football is trash though. Yeah. But they wanted wanted to be good. I want to know what Cal did in the early 2000s that you got Aaron Rodgers to show up. You got um, Deshaun Jackson to call. You got um, uh, Marshawn Woods. Marshawn. Marshawn is from Oakland. Oakland. Oh, so he's from Richmond. He's in in the city. He's he's, he's, he's a. a, a, I mean, he could toss a rock to where where he lives. That makes sense. So you wanted to play for Um, him. But but Deshaun, Aaron Rodgers. Right? Someone that Kyle wanted to recruit at a high level and they wanted to be a good football. I feel like the GPA limit got in the way, but yeah, you know, I don't know how you can't let GPA mess up football. Because <laughs> <That's what's laughs> <saying. laughs> they were good, they were, they were so close. They were two point one, right? That was what it was for normal school. I think Kyle's got like a like a three two or something. Yeah, but. Kyle's was dope, man. I, um, when we played, when Ohio State came out, I was playing for Oakland at the time. When Ohio State came out and played Kyle, yeah, man, the Buckeye representation was crazy. Yeah, well, it, the, is not afraid to travel. Man, the city yeah. of San Francisco was red. The entire <laughs> city was red. I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? It's deep and like that. And there was like a bar in San Francisco that uh, brought me out to speak. Okay, I show up. You know, I get the microphone and then I turn around, the band is coming in. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, man, what's going on? Man, this is so crazy. San Francisco. Like, I like we are in San Francisco, bro. The, the cheerleaders, the band is playing, the, the bar, this huge That's bar. I'm assuming. I believe the bar was owned by uh, Ohio State uh, um, alumni, and they it's, it's, apparently they have Buckeye parties every every week. So I'm like, man, this is crazy, bro. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, he's uh, he says there's a Buckeye bars out there, stuff like that. So it's crazy. I mean, it's everywhere. Crazy. Right, right, right. So I so the California thing makes a lot more sense now. And two, I think the fact that you know the tradition, the fact that we play the Rose Bowl, like that mm-hmm. that relationship that exists between the Big Ten and the Pac-12, that all you know, it, yeah, it, yeah, goes, yeah. it goes back yeah, to generation. It's like your winner plays our winner. There's point. always that that sense. Except thing. except now, UCLA and UC, USC are in the Big. Ten. Yeah, but they still eligible to be in the Rose Bowl. Are they still eligible to be in the Rose Bowl? They would be right. Well, well on the won. Big Ten side. Yeah, on the Big Ten. But they had to put a back a Pac twelve team, which yeah. is who? Utah or <laughs> Oh no. Right? Stanford or Utah. It's gonna be USC. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, that could be a Rose Bowl map. Oh man. How terrible would it be That'd if, be if it was if the U, if USC played Oregon in the Rose Bowl? Rose Bowl. Oh man. Oh, that'd be horrible. Yeah. You the granddaddy of them all. And you've got the most absurd. And then the LU, too. There you go. That's what I'm thinking. Do you think, the, I don't know who runs the Rose Bowl. I know the Rose Bowl is its own separate entity. When this news broke. Well, no, it's a part of the playoffs now, isn't it? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, no, like, no. Like, they have the Rose Bowl. They, yeah, the Rose Bowl is like its own. Like, there are people I thought, who run I the Rose Bowl. I thought the Rose Bowl was, the, wasn't like, was that just the first year? Oh, it's no, part of it's part the playoffs. Of the, yep. Yeah, exactly. It's it's one of the bowls you played in the playoffs. What I'm saying, the Rose Bowl is like incorporated. It's like an entity. Like 
Literally, they have a board, the people who like run it. When this news broke, I wonder if they held an emergency board meeting. Because I'm sure it's the value of the Rose Bowl. I think that declines a bit. Because you just took the look, best. If I'm running the Rose Bowl, I'd I, I say, look, we take the top two teams that don't go to the playoffs. Okay. Out of the Big Ten. In the Pac-12, and I define what those times. Yeah, I define those metrics myself. You don't tell me. I don't care about no championships. Nothing. Because if I want USC to play Ohio State or Michigan to play, yeah, Michigan versus UCLA, that's a good money. Yeah, I'm. Oh, I'm pulling. I'm. I'm pulling it. Right, yeah. you can't tell me what to do with my. You can't run my my, my own right. Yeah, <laughs> I'll move through that because I can. In the world in which let's see Ohio State advances to the playoffs, right? Then it'd be okay. Who's left if it's Michigan? Yeah, Michigan plays. Yeah, whomever. Yeah, it, or but I can see it. Imagine a world in which what happened um, this year happens again, right? What Michigan makes it? Oh no, we did play. We played Utah in the Rose Bowl. Play Utah, yeah. But if I was, if I was, oh, oh no, Utah right. was the best. Yeah, because Oregon went the bet towards the end. Ranking is what matters, right? Yeah, I, I think the ranking, but also alumni. Like when I see alumni based the money difference, I think there's a year in which USC and Utah have the same record. Yeah. And just the way the like one of them beat the other in season, then the other beats the the other one to win the. Pac-12, but because of that, neither team can make the playoff, and then the Rose Bowl has to decide who to invite. You 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 would be an idiot to not invite USC. Like why you want to invite Utah to come all the way? It's about to get real tricky with these Pac-12 teams. You're gonna have. I'm assuming someone's gonna go into the into the Pac-12. Right, there's gonna yes. be new faces in the Pac-12. So Boise, Boise State, I got right. Boise's not in the Pac-12 right now, are they? They're like in the I don't know. They ain't one of those other. Yeah, guys. I see, think Boise State's the more the more I see the the, the uh, mergers of these top conferences, the more I devalue the the, the other lower conferences. Yeah, like mm. I used to know the, the conference that like Boise was in. Belt. Yeah, yeah, like I see. Well, I don't even want to. I'm not even mentioning them no more. Like if you if you are a top school in those conferences in terms of football you need to go ahead and make the jump otherwise yeah. you know the, the like i talk about the income gap it's getting further and further away man it, it really become, is it really so is so you should pull up the history of the big town who was the first one to join it was like 2010 maybe 2012 were, i think it was maryland or rutgers the first one. oh so the like, first expansion yeah maryland came was in, it maryland yeah and then rutgers came in in the last expansion before this before the usc one when they came in, I was shocked by the Rutgers thing, but I was I was younger. I didn't realize the money that played a part of that because one, Rutgers was research off the ass, and the Johns Hopkins was not going to join Ohio. Like was not going to join the Big Ten. They right. all they played like lacrosse. you said the research stuff too. And, yeah, and exactly. So and you get the New York market. The fact that I think whoever was running the Big Ten at that point in time, he was like, all right. I want New York, so who's it going to be? It can't be Fordham. They're too small. Like, Syracuse, too far west. <laughs> like, he's like, Syracuse who? They would have been, but they're not, they're not like, in, in the city. Columbia, they're like, nah, Columbia, they don't play sports. Like, There's a lot of, a lot of New York, uh, New Yorkers are Syracuse fans. Like, a lot, right? But Syracuse would never be good in football. Never. Shout out to Tyrone Branch. Shout out to my Tyrone Branch, who played for, uh, who I played with in Oakland, um, from Syracuse. But Basketball from Syracuse. That's, that's the only thing they're good at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, yeah, they're not a football He's from Syracuse. He, had, he went to UConn, though, but he's from oh, Syracuse. Oh, I see. Syracuse would never be good. <laughs> 
You ever see that meme where it's like, I don't know if it's like a Lamborghini or something, and it's parked in like a, a trailer park? Clemson is slowly but surely becoming. Yeah. They're stuck in this ACC conference. Uh-huh. I think they still have the long-term, I think the, the ACC conference has their long-term like deal yeah, or whatever yeah. that they can't really get out of. The ACC has, yeah, they get they get two four. 240 mil annually, meaning 14 schools get 17M all the way until 2036. And Clemson is... It's a 20-year tw- deal. Holy shit. And Clemson is yeah. stuck it's in this in ACC. Year, yeah. Making 17M a year. You I know wasn't how much the Big Ten makes? How much? Let me read this right off right now. Fresh numbers. Big Ten, we have a six-year, $2.64 billion deal with Fox Bill? and SPN. As in... Bill, and it expires next year, hence why USC and UCLA joined this Jesus year. Christ. Which means they're going 14 for schools, each, all 14 schools get about 31, about 32M each. So right now, every Big Ten school gets 32M each, and Clemson gets to take home 17. Clemson, though. So yeah. you could be the bottom of the Big Ten, right? And you're still making that 32. More than Clemson. Yeah. Right? So Double. That's nuts. Yeah, bro. Like, look, Minnesota's going to get out of shit. This is like LeBron and the Lakers last year. Yeah. Right? It's like, look, what's going on? Getting max, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, bro. Maryland Terrapins going to lose four game, five games this year. Four games. 32M, guaranteed. Like, that's nuts. Like, you're... you're Bro, I used to hate Clemson too. After that 2019 game, bro, I never hurt me, bro. bro you listen you to could, this. Listen could, to this. You could still hate Clemson. That's <laughs> like, like, you should laugh at Clemson for being for getting such little money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lip of. I don't know. They're for sure gonna have nil problems. No, you understand? Know and because Dabo, it's one thing to talk the way Dabo talks, and like you know, to, I love it, dude. I love like, it. Because no, that man be talking too much, but two. He's now actually playing a game where money matters, and he's a broke boy. There's not that much money in Clemson to play. I don't know if you guys ever been to South Carolina. I, listen, uh, listen, I took a visit to Clemson. What did you think? What did you think? So, you know, I grew up in New Orleans area, so I, you know, I always wanted to be part of a city. So, yeah. let me tell you my ignorance as a, as a kid. I didn't realize, I knew Columbus was the capital of Ohio. Yeah. But my vision of Ohio outside of Cleveland, right? Because Columbus never had no no rappers or anything. Yeah, you know what I'm no, saying? Yeah. I don't know. No one around. Right? Bro. So, yeah. and my, my vision of, right, my vision of Columbus was a bunch of cornfields. Right? Like Nebraska? Yeah, <laughs> it was a bunch of cornfields, a bunch of farm boards, you know what I'm saying? Cows, you can but I always want to be in a, in a city. So I went to Clemson on the unofficial. We, went, we did like a, um, we went to camp out there. Uh, the coach like drove us around Clemson. So me and my and my my teammates. So he was in the front seat. I'm in the back seat. Yeah. He's driving us around, taking us to, on a tour of Clemson, South Carolina. Which a tour of Clemson, South Carolina is like okay, we got a firehouse subs here, <laughs> and we got a subway over here. <laughs> and, and like, oh my god, I got a firehouse subs and yes. subway. Oh my god, this is crazy. <laughs> the choices. <laughs> so I fall asleep. 
And the taxi why he's giving us a tour. So <laughs> he parks the car. We I get out of the car and I tell my boy, like, hey man, I fell asleep while he was giving us a tour. <laughs> was like, like how how was the tour? He was like, Man, I fell asleep too. <laughs> And this right here is like Clemson says on her side. Both of y'all fell asleep during the Both of y'all fell asleep. Jaco- so shout out to Jacoby Ford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the guys that went to Clemson. That's what puts out some great, great talent. They have a great recruiting. He said, he said, you guys want to get some ice cream or something? Oh. It is still Clemson, South Carolina. So, so for the money stuff, so I don't so I don't know what Clem, Clemson's alumni base is or what, any of that stuff or what their booster and yeah, all that I stuff see. is. But I know in terms of the area, I mean, there's not much there. I don't know. I mean, this this is this is a while ago. I don't know if they start you know building up some stuff since then, but I doubt it. And then I mean, you have the element of being in the ACC. Yeah. So you you just falling behind the competition. Thank you. We're gonna play the U and Louisville. That's that's all you that's play. It. That's it. Like I'm that's supposed it. to get up for Syracuse and UConn. And the U is in Miami. Yeah. Too. You, they got, you know. Dude just got what? Yeah, but nine mil. Yeah, supposedly nine mil. Big asterisk. Big asterisk. Big asterisk. Right. That's what you were saying. That it's the biggest yet. Yeah, right now for yeah, he he surpassed. So before him, there was an alleged ADAM deal that went to play that plays defense. But yeah, this nine million dollar deal is allegedly it's the largest, and he was he was desired. I mean, it came down to him and. The collectives, or not really seeing the collectives go to war with each other, right? Because it was battle of the collectives. Yeah, battle of the collectives. That's what's up. He knew where he wanted to play. He, both offensive minded, right? So he knows. He's like, all right, my head coach, one of you, O line coach, the other one of you, it's Dan Mullen, your quarterback genius. All right. So I can see why he's staying. He's making those choices. He's in the. He's in Florida either way. The way I look at it, I know Miami is technically part of the ACC. I consider Miami to be an SEC school. Like, I just do. Like, as in, like, who goes there, how they play. In my mind, Miami is an SEC school that doesn't play in the SEC. So I see, and Florida, I'm like, all right, you are an SEC school, but you're, like, in the middle of the SEC because it's, it's brutal and you don't have what it takes to win year in and year out. Yeah, but that's every SEC. That's like... Every SEC school that's on Alabama. Yeah, so, yeah. so the SEC does this. There's two teams that stay consistent yeah. throughout, like, a period. And everybody else just transitioned. Mississippi State is going to be good this year. But if they're good this year, you can guarantee Mississippi State will not be good the next year. Florida is going to be good that next year. They're good that year. You can guarantee they're not going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a It's a rotation of of I don't know of the of the talent of the talent or the I don't know what it is. Yeah, because a combination of coaching talent plus player talent. Yeah, I think and then yeah now that. And keeping people in one place, right? Because Kirby was able to maintain most of his staff, and he, he returns as quarterback. So yeah. we'll see. But yeah, so with Jalen Rashada with that news, right? So let's look at these collectives now. We're starting to see. We saw some kids come in. We saw the U. They did great. They landed a top three tight end in the nation, top quarterback, and a top offensive lineman. We believe, of course, lots of kids, they commit this time of year. And then again, the big time we see is National Signing Day. So between now and National Signing Day, we have a whole season. 
So I get why some kids commit now. God forbid something happens your last season, whatever, yeah. whatever. Like, you know, I've come yeah. already. You get it out the way, so to speak. You can go play, and that's not on your mind. But I think that, one, what we're going to see, I think that we're going to see a lot of kids that may be offered. UCLA, technically speaking now, UCLA is basically competing with, like, Rutgers and Maryland for time. I see a world in which if I was offered by both Maryland, Rutgers, and UCLA, I would take my ass to, like, Maryland. Because, one, who's the quarterback there? Like, two, his younger brother. Yeah. Like, the NIL money's going to be deeper than recognition. Plus, two, you're like, Chip Kelly's kind of cool, but they're not winning anything. My point to say that is this. If you're a kid who's good enough to get offered by Rutgers, send in an application to UCLA. Right. Right? So I think that changes. There's a lot of people out there who thought maybe they'd go to the MAC. If you can play in the MAC, you can play for UCLA. Yeah? I mean, what, what would you say, Tim D? I'm not going to say if you can play in the MAC. <laughs> what I will say is there's a lot of guys who play in the MAC who could play for UCLA. Okay, yeah. Because a it. bottom player in the MAC. Yeah, yeah, no, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. isn't going to UCLA. Mm -hmm. So, But a top end player, I mean, the MAC has given us that. That was Antonio Brown. AB was in the MAC. Yeah. Like, I, uh, Kareem Hunt was in the MAC. Was he ready? Yeah, Toledo. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of, you know, yeah, I mean, you're going to get a bunch of guys, talented guys who play in the MAC who have long NFL careers for sure. Mm hmm. Um, a lot of good linemen. But, it, I mean, it, it, part of it is, is the recruiting. Like, is it, how how far does a, a California school go in terms of looking and finding talent? Do they come yeah. out here and find the guys who may may have potentially gotten overlooked or just couldn't, you know, couldn't get on? Yeah. But they have the talent. Do we go recruit those guys? Yeah. I, I, it, it could go that direction. I don't know. You don't think? Yeah. I don't know, for real. I see a world in which if you're good enough to go to Purdue, like grade-wise, you're yeah. good enough to get into UCLA. And USC. Yeah, and USC. Yeah. What's stopping, right? If I'm if I'm UCLA, I'm just literally watching everyone Purdue offers. Right, and right, I'm right. going to the high schools and seeing if they overlooked everybody. I mean, you should, in, in theory, you should. Because I, different than when I play, and I feel like when I play, that's when things really start to transition more digitally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like... It's easier to find a guy because you can get everything you need to know about him online and then go see him in person. Mm -hmm. As opposed to when I play, you know, I would, at Sunshine Preps, I mean, they made this little highlight tape and we sent it to all right. the different yeah, schools. Right. I think okay. my, my coach was still sending, at that point, he was sending like DVDs to every school or something like that. Really? Like it wasn't no huddle. <laughs> like, it wasn't okay. huddle. Oh, they got feel old. Oh. But yeah. huddle really, really wasn't. Wasn't there yeah, for real. Huddle was an innovative thing, man. It's really crazy how much it changed, you know, the whole. As opposed to when I played, you know, I was at Sunshine Preps, and they made this little That's highlight tape, and we sent it to all what happened? the different schools. I think my, my coach was still sending. Keep going. Yeah, okay, he threw me yeah. off for a second. Yeah, I, mean, I, <laughs> I was going to say. But, yeah, that, I think my year was yeah. like the, because I wonder when did Huddle really start going. I'd say 2015. You think, yeah, that's when it began. 2014, probably. Like, it was like, I remember kids in, in middle school were making them making for a high school for, like, the coaches. I see. So, yeah, and that'd like, be, like, 20, then maybe even younger, like, maybe, like, 2011. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. So, no between what? 2011 and 2014, huddles, like, because I, I want to say, I, I know, Do, so I know Damacone didn't have a huddle. I remember that. But I think there was someone else that played in my set, and he, he actually ended up going pro, Arius Moore. 
he did have a huddle. Okay, so Damacone was what, 2008 or 2000? Yeah. I'm talking about his, yeah, eight, yeah, his freshman right. year? Was eight, 2008? Eight nine, yeah. Um, and and yeah, the and was, came out 2012. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, huddle to me, I started seeing huddles around my senior year at Ohio State, which was 2010, 2011. Yeah, okay. Um, that's when I started, even got hip to the... The whole okay, yeah, yeah. You put this tape on way around and everybody can access it. I'm like, this is kind of crazy. I yeah. wish I had this. All on the um, bench, yeah. If you're looking at you, also, actually, I'm glad I didn't. I, I feel like the mystery of my little sunshine press highlight tape was oh, like you being discovered, like, <laughs> yeah, it was like a hidden gem. Like, oh, look at this guy breaking on slants and stuff, and then also picking off fairy rocks. That is impressive. So then. When you said what you said your coach used to send DVDs, would it be like he had existing relationships with He sent them to every D one school. My defensive coordinator was aggressive. Oh he sent yeah. for me and, aggressive. and one of our linebackers. He sent them to every school. And our linebacker, our linebacker, he's like leading tackler in the state. Oh, shows. He's some, nice. some yeah, but he wasn't getting recruited because oh. he didn't have the um like I mean, you could, yeah, you didn't have the measurables. You didn't have the like the the, 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 the high, the height. He didn't have the speed and stuff like that. So unfortunately, he said like he was trying to get Chris Patrick. Right, he was trying to get Chris Patrick. You know, um, recruit because he had a, he. I mean, he balled in uh, in high school. And then for me, he sent a bunch out. I um, mean, we had a, 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 a top receiver. It was like ranked top ten in the nation, probably. Yeah. I don't know. He went. He actually went to Notre Dame. He, he, uh, oh, good for him! Notre Dame. But he was the one that was in the car ride. At Clemson <laughs> I know, Richard, yeah, man. Yeah. So soft bend, much more exciting than. <laughs> 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 but that that matters. So what you just said, I I hope they built it up more. Because if I'm dab, I'm like, listen, if I can't keep two seventeen year olds awake for a thirty minute backseat tour. <laughs> I, I need to, I need to that, make sure that my pockets are large. Right, that, <laughs> right, right that's the measure. Like, can I keep these guys awake from a, for a full tour around Clemson, South right. Carolina? Just a tour. That makes me feel much better about Columbus now. Because I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, we might lose to LA, but it's LA. But they're right. they're, 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 they're recruiting. Though. It seems it still seems fun. You can't say it. Uh, Clemson. I mean. No, no I'm, I'm sure it's fun going to Clemson. Look, I, I played with guys and went to Clemson. They said they loved it. Okay. So. I'm not like a party school. Like yeah, so I, I'm. Let, let's not get it twisted. Yeah. Let's not get it twisted. Like the area, in terms of like okay, it's in the city and all that stuff is one thing. Yeah. But the school experience is another thing. Absolutely. Like, yeah. The school experience is definitely. I would assume that the school, considering all the guys who went to Clemson, <laughs> yeah, all the yeah, guys yeah. who go out, yeah. I would assume that the, the school experience is legit. And the guys who go back to Clemson. Like, yeah. when they get done with football, yeah. they go back, they take oh, them in. Yeah. So I'm, I, I would assume that the school experience is pretty good. But that doesn't change the fact that they're in the ACC, Mm-hmm. And they have been, and there's a power two now, and the ACC is not one of those two. Correct, mm-hmm. correct. Right? Yeah. And that the NIL is a part of it. And they're gonna have to. You know, gonna have to money, money is is involved in multiple mm-hmm. uh, ways in multiple areas. Yeah. And they have to compete on that. So, oh, absolutely, you hit it right on the nail. They do. And with, with we see programs like that, I think it's what you said about the lower leagues. There's, I, I feel like recruiting got recruiting just got really hard, or much harder for schools that are in the state of Ohio, in the state of Michigan, in the state of Kentucky. That are just under D one, like they're like FCS level. You think so? Or they're in the yeah, yeah. Because now you know, 
let's 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 say what the stereotypes are. Let's say they're true. Let let's let's believe that the football out in the Pac-12, particularly the defenses, they're just just not as good. They're just yeah. like you know, they're, yeah, they run fast, but they're not solidly built. What now? We know this, right? Eastern Kentucky has produced like good talent. They send quarterbacks and defensive linemen to the NFL and offensive linemen. I think that yeah, but hold on, hold on now. Eastern can. Uh, I don't know if I'm thinking about Eastern Kentucky or Western Kentucky right now. It might be Western Kentucky. But I feel like a lot of your players are guys who got kicked out of. Yes. A lot of the yeah, 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 guys yeah, who got kicked out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went to Juco and then. Uh, um, 20, 20, 20, <laughs> 20 double figures. We got to go elsewhere. Yeah. So you're right about that. But but it, it works and it's like, you know, you stay close to home, you're in the area, and the school's yeah. good enough, you know, from com- compared to where you left. Right, right. right. Let's say you do have that, you know, kick out moment. I can go to UCLA, right? Like, what yeah. is usually going to say no? Let's say you're an Ohio State D lineman and, you know, you can't be at Ohio State anymore. Yeah, so your, so your theory is that, uh, your theory is that, you know, now that they're a part of the Big Ten, now they're checking for these guys in yeah. these areas more yeah. than before. Because realistically, they could have went to USC and UCLA and just played in the Pac-12. The, the, yeah, but if they're like, if you're like, oh no, you know, I want to get drafted, I'm good enough, right? And you come over here. Now the Pac-12 can be almost like a, I don't call it step down, but you know how if you're a really good JUCO player, you know, like you're really, really good. And people know he's gonna play one year two he's gonna come out. Yeah. Already those cats looking at programs like, you know, FSU, Auburn, maybe like Kansas State, or maybe even Troy. Like, you know, right, you're right. gonna go to like a Troy or something coming out, maybe a TCU coming out of Street Juco. Yeah. Alright. So now let's say you do that. You can then probably still move up another level again, right? Like if you if you're good, good, like let's say you're Cam Newton good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I can see the, like, uh, here's a good example. The guy from Indiana, Penix, uh, he transferred. The, if you remember, Indiana starting quarterback from the last two years, uh, Penix Jr. He's now at... I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know any, just about anybody from Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> so, Michael, he's now, um, he transferred to Washington. Okay. He went from Indiana to Washington. Yeah, 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 quarterback. yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. That makes sense to me, but it's like Washington would be like, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll take an Indiana starting quarterback and we'll... Yeah, but so to me, quarterbacks... They're different. Yeah, it's just like a different... Like, as a quarterback, no matter where you are in the country, when, you, when, you're, uh, when you're viewed as a, a, a good, solid starter, yeah. and you're a team in need of a quarterback... I mean, first of all, there's only very few quarterbacks that you already feel can actually perform. So if yeah. you have, if they have somebody who you identify as this person is good, yeah, then yeah, you gonna go find a quarterback. Okay. Any and everywhere, and quarterbacks, man, they got quarterback coaches. They got like there's there's communication about quarterbacks throughout the nation where you know, okay, oh, this guy, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. everyone's talking about them. I see yeah, but but I, I do I do see you know just with the Big Ten Network. And the you know the, the deal with Fox and whatever deal was coming um, in the future is Fox, right? Yeah. yeah. The deal with Fox. So I do think that that helps recruiting 
and that now guys, no matter where you are, I mean, you're watching the USC game on the Big Ten Network. You're watching oh, yeah. UCLA now on the Big Ten Network. Mm-hmm. If you're in the Midwest or whatever, um, and that definitely affects it. It's like, look, I want to go. I want to play in the Big Ten. So that means UCLA. That means Rutgers. That means Purdue. And you know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. a wider range than it was before. And it's crazy when I looked up like. Who has the biggest like alumni base? It is. It's us right now. We're the. I, mean, I don't know. We're the second largest living alumni base. Ohio so, State so, so the teams in the top ten I saw, it was like Penn State, mm-hmm. Ohio State, mm, okay, um, like Purdue, then Michigan, Michigan State, yeah, Michigan, yeah, yeah, State, yeah. like, like it's eight out of the 10. ten was Big Ten teams. Yeah. And then the the other one was um, uh, Indiana. Yeah, Indiana. Yeah, because right. Mark Cuban, you're part of that network. And then the other two were like Texas and um, yeah, and uh, you and California and University of yeah, UCLA, and Cal- which yeah, just now UCLA. So it's like it's like nine out of the top ten alumni, massive like bases yeah, are now Big Ten schools. Are Big Ten schools, which is. Crazy. You're right. That's it's, wild. It's crazy, man. It's yeah. I think it was a good move for the Big Ten. I'm interested to see what Notre Dame does now. Um, right. Because unless unless Notre Dame, if I were Notre Dame, here's what I would do. I would go to the U and I would create. I I would I would say okay. The Miami. Me, yeah. <laughs> me Miami Clemson. Need to start. We need to be the backbone of something. I'll invite Louisville and Syracuse because right now it's it looks important to Notre Dame is being top dog. Yeah, it's just not enough though. I know, but who else is left? Unless not they UC. Unless no, if Notre Dame goes to UC and says, "Hey, join what we're doing," but UC just joined um, the Big Twelve. Yeah. Right. This. Yeah, season. but nobody, nobody respects the Big Twelve. Guys come and go. Like exactly, <laughs> but you need you need like schools that are powerhouses, but no powerhouses available because Notre Dame doesn't want to join the Big Ten, so they got to go build their own thing. Yeah. The only other people that listen to you are Clemson and the U because they both need it. All three of you need each other. That's a, that's an interesting thing. If it, if it's so, if it's Notre Dame, mm-hmm. Clemson, the U, the U, University of Cincinnati. And then you have Louisville, because the regionality, right, you get Indiana, part of the Midwest, then you get the Southern Panhandle, you get Florida, New Carolinas. So if I'm Notre Dame, this is, this is what would make sense. Okay, yeah, what would you So do? Clemson, yeah. Miami, okay. Oregon. Oh, okay, okay. Stanford, yeah. because yeah, yeah. Man, I'm picking off the who's left out here. So we can we can create somewhere. So Stanford and Oregon. Uh huh. Stan- I mean, you know, Oregon, decent, decent TV market, but a a, a great football school. Very good. Yeah, they got the Nike. You know, like Phil and I, every right. yeah, they got the money. Um, so Stanford. Yeah, and then you you see Louisville just to kind of make it a real conference. Yeah, you have to in some other some other good teams to round it out. Yeah, I, I think I think that wouldn't be a bad strategy. They're not going to do it. No, yes, yeah, they wouldn't. But I see. Yeah, I think I that wouldn't be a, a a bad a bad approach, man. A bad way to go. That that they, they have to do something though. They really do their press, and I if and the the thing about it is Notre Dame. Notre Dame's power 
and it's changing. Notre Dame's power used to be the pipeline of you know the Catholic schools all across the country. Like the the prep school network was yeah. huge, and it would dump into Notre Dame. Notre Dame used to have first dibs when I used to call them. You know, the great white hopes, all the tall white quarterbacks that are going to Catholic schools. Notre Dame's like, ah, been watching you since freshman year, let's see if you can really ball. But now, you, they go to prep schools and they'll come to Ohio State. They don't want to go to Notre Dame. They're like, that doesn't, it doesn't have that recognition when they're not winning. So, I look at what are Notre Dame's strengths? Like, if you are a player, you know, like for us, because clearly, right, we talk about how Notre Dame has a good concentration of Nigerians playing defense for them, and it's severely improved your defense. Oh, yeah. I get why we go to Notre Dame. Both of our parents would be like, you know, yeah, it's Notre Dame. Yeah, so, but I look at it and I go, okay, Notre Dame's issue, a lot of it comes down to really recruiting. I mean, they're, they're spoiled at Notre Dame. They have everything they want, more than enough money. They want to win. I go, okay, your winning comes down to just... But they're, 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 they're winning, though. I was gonna say they they just beat Alabama. They're, well, they're, they had beaten Alabama recently, didn't they? No, they got smacked by Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that they can even play them, I see what you mean. They're they're winning, but I I mean they're not they're not that in Clemson. Who's who's higher right now? Clemson is. So they're not they're not in that that upper echelon of of football right now. But they're yeah. they're they're close. Yeah. yeah and, like, and so this is my thing, though. This is my thing. This is this was my issue with Nebraska as well. It's like yeah. self-awareness, right? Like, <laughs> yes. Who are you really? Yeah. Like, do you actually know who you are? So they had Bo Pelini. And I know Bo Pelini, mm-hmm. Bo Pelini had his issues or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, winning 10 games. Yeah. They win nine games, games. Yeah. Right? And it's like, now you want to go and find, okay, this isn't good enough. Scott Fry, yeah, they go yeah. from you, if he's going on the field. We need, to back, we need to compete for national championships. And I know that's the that's the mindset to have. But even if, you, if you're consistently winning 9 and 10 games, you can sneak into a, to a championship. Thank you on an off-season, the yeah. season where you see basketball's doing this thing, they could have maybe been, they could have been better than UC and they'd have gotten in. And it's crazy that UC did get in. I know, man. Football's changing. But, and uh, that, but yeah. you have those years where you can be yeah. like the UC exactly. and sneak get into in. a, a, a playoff. So I see what you're saying. You're right. Nebraska, the, Nebraska needs to know, in my opinion, Nebraska should know who they are. <laughs> yeah, unless, yeah. unless they're going to put up a bunch of NIL money and just start buying guys, be that nine, get nine win, maybe ten win team, you know, between nine and ten win team every yeah. year, and That's, hopefully you sneak into a playoff. Has Big Ten ever kicked out a team? No, no, because you got to do some foul stuff to get kicked out. It's contractual. <laughs> People keep suing each other. It's, it, it's messy uh, at that level because then it's like, and usually you look at the people involved too, right? Schools share presidents. Like, So a, another reason why we did California, right? President Drake used to be the former president of the UC, like the UC Berkeley, UC Riverside, like the yeah, UC yeah. University uh, yeah. system, I believe. So like that relationship existed beforehand. But that's why they wouldn't kick programs out. It's because... Isn't our president currently yeah. from Notre Dame or something like that? She used to, she came from, uh, her last job was um, um, the the New York system, like SUNY. She used to run either okay. SUNY or, or CUNY, the, okay. s- the, the state, uh, the city system. Okay. And then she came to Ohio State. Okay. But she did, I think she used to be the president at another school before this one. So one, like, they all have those relationships, and it's like, that might be my next employer. So I may not want to do them like that. But more importantly, 
I think with what you said about Nebraska, I felt so strongly about Nebraska last season. One, I was scared that they were going to fire Scott Frost, and I said the same thing about knowing who you are. As it is right now, what caliber of coach is Nebraska able to actually like acquire? I think Scott Frost for them is the mountaintop. Main reason being he went there. And yeah. this is a person, if given enough talent, right, when he has Florida talent, he goes undefeated. He beats everybody. But you can't get Florida talent in Nebraska. It's yeah. different. Because now it's like, why would I want to come to a large... That's actually cornfield. I don't know if you went to a yeah. you visit there. I did not go to visit Nebraska. Nebraska is actually what I thought Columbus... Yeah. <laughs> it is actually a cornfield. So... Well, that right. does have cornfields. This is 30 minutes out. Louisiana yeah. education system did not prepare me for the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> Geography at all. Well, I, know, I know a lot about Louisiana history. Yeah. Not too I was going to say, I didn't know. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in uh, the West Bank of New Orleans. So New Orleans, I grew up on the West Bank. Okay. Um, yeah. So in that area. Then moved to Florida when I was in high school. So in your high school. What year in high school? My, my, my freshman year. Your freshman, freshman year. Freshman year, moved to Florida. Uh, How was that transition? Uh, it was... It was it was good, like and so, like I said, go, so growing up in New Orleans, I didn't know, I didn't know much. You know what I'm saying? I knew the area I was in. I didn't know much about anything. When I moved to Florida, where I moved, a lot of people from that lived there moved from other places as well. Okay. Oh, so yeah. I kind of my like I, my I think the way I viewed the world expanded. Like, okay, this world is a lot bigger. Mm. Then you know what you thought it was West Bank or New Yeah, <laughs> West Bank is because I didn't even know New Orleans for real. I, I realized when I go back to New Orleans now, I'm like, dang, I didn't even, I didn't know, I didn't see all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I do. So it kind of expanded. I think it, I think it helped my football as well because I was able to focus on football, less distractions, and I've kind of stood out too as a player. Like, in New Orleans, there's a bunch of guys like me. Okay. And guys, I mean, it gets tricky. You don't go to the right school. You end up not playing. And then you, yeah. you end up going to, like, McNeese State or yeah. Rambling mm -hmm. or, so, or Louisiana yeah. Tech or something like that. Yeah. And you don't, just don't get the, the the right, like, growth that you could get. LSU? Yeah. yeah. Was, I was, man. It's from a region here. I wanted to be able to go to LSU. Right, okay. So my brothers went to you at to University Lafayette, but I want I was LSU diehard LSU. Yeah. <laughs> I could have got a tiger tatted on my back. No, <laughs> so LSU did not offer me. Really? Uh, that hurt me. Yeah. Would you, but Stanford was. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. Stanford, 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 were they, who was, when you were there, who was it? Were they stacked? Was this, no, no, you were. No, they were stacked. They were stacked. When he I'm was thinking, was it Patterson? Was it Patterson? But no, he was after you, and so was. Um, and you were in Florida. Pat Peterson? Too. Yeah, yeah Pat Peterson was after. No, 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 Pat, me and Pat Peterson graduated college, left college the same year, but oh. I think I might have been a year ahead of him. I'm trying to think. I see, because you redshirted, and he did. Yeah. Um, Damn, that who was a coach? Oh, it was, uh, it was, it was Miles. Miles. It would have been less with, with Pat. Was it Les Miles? Yeah, because after Les Miles. We can look it up. You got a computer right here. Actually, 2000, yeah. 2005, who was the coach of LSU? What year did they win against Alabama? Yeah, it's Les Miles, yeah. Oh, it was Les Miles. It was yeah, Les Miles. It it's his first season, yeah. Because we lost to them in the National Championship two years after that. 
2007. Yes, because Jimbo was still there. Yeah, and Bo was still there too. He was DC. Hopefully, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't get recruited by LSU. LSU, they didn't recruit. They recruited Louisiana. Yeah. They they went out, but when they went out, they got the top. Oh, I see. Top guys. So like, I they got Patrick Peterson out of Florida. Yeah, he's the yeah. Yeah, but he was like he was out, out of, like so they didn't recruit um, all of the Southeast. Mm-hmm. But I mean they, they didn't have to. I mean there's a bunch of Louisiana boys. Yeah, right? if you go to Louisiana, there's one there's one school you want to go to. It's LSU. That's, uh, I mean I, I guess guys are getting picked out of here now, but at that time if you grew up in Louisiana and you were the top player, you go to LSU. If you I can't go to LSU, you go to Tulane. <laughs> 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 that's the truth. <laughs> but that's, that's the same for Ohio State and LSU. Yeah. Well, same, yeah, yeah. It's you very similar. Yeah, you grew up here, you want to play Ohio State. You play Ohio State. Akron, Zips. I mean, yeah. you know, you can go to Miami, <laughs> become a Red Hawk. Yeah, goodness gracious. Very, very, that life very is similar. funny. Like, so oh, you kind of good, though. And UC's good. Oh, you know, UC are pretty good, but OSU is just like that's yeah, the top. That's the, that would be but, up. I'm sure there's some guys who went to UC and they're happy. Like, oh my God, happy. Dude, they're like, yeah. oh, I played for uh, yeah. they almost won a chip. That's yeah. and with the Kelsey brothers, they're doing much better now. I that's what I, that's what I think changes. I think now there's certain schools you go to if you know how to recruit, like if you know how to find a good football player, you're gonna be left alone to like build your own roster. So i.e. imagine like. Like Luke Fickle, I think what happened with the Big Ten expanding is good for Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle can talk a player, the same player that Lincoln Riley will go after, Luke Fickle can convince him to come to DC. I really yeah. believe that. Yeah, Fick, so Fick, I think Fick does a real good job of recruiting Ohio. I think that's. Oh, yeah, no, no. I don't, I don't know. I'm not an expert. Really I'm not an expert in it, but I, from what I've observed, he was my coach. He was my DC when I was at Ohio State. Oh, yeah. Um, he does a real good, he has a real good relationship. Relationships with coaches in the area, okay. um, so I think he has a real good niche in getting the, the top guys who don't go to Ohio State. Yeah, come yeah. yeah. Because right now with Ohio State recruiting five stars I, I from everywhere, yeah. there's a bunch of guys that are really good. Who yeah. in the past would have went to Ohio State? Mm-hmm. That are like, what do I, you know? Yeah, I'm going to go to another Big Ten school, or you know what? There's there's UC right here, um, who's you know, performing very, very high level. Do you think UC is going to have some high NIL? Oh, they, that's the one thing that can m- potentially mess up Fickle's game. Because the way UC is built, yeah. like, the powers that be care about UC's engineering school. Like, I'm saying, like, if you, if you, if I, like, attended a UC, like, board of trustees meeting or whatever, I'm pretty sure I'd hear the word engineering said, like, 20 <laughs> bajillion <laughs> times. That school only cares about one thing, engineering. Like, that is what they make their money and their name off of. I'm not, I mean, yeah, they have a medical school. They have other things, but engineering is what runs UC. I don't think that they're going to... I heard they have good fashion, actually. Oh, so yeah, they, yeah, that and that. We talk about that. That's a design or architecture thing. The school of fashion. Okay. All of that is... It's a, they have a building with no right angles. It's a big deal over there. I was like... So the, econ- the economics yeah. of football, though, man. The economics of college football... Where you have you have these so we talked about these schools with big alumni bases. Yeah. A big the big alumni base, like a bunch of them are in Big Ten. Yeah. Like most of the top schools are in the Big Ten when it comes to alumni base. Michigan. You talk about boosters. The, who's got the money, yeah. Who's got the money? Um Texas A and M, man. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing that bread around like it's bird seed. <laughs> 
And then you have the, I mean, you still have the foot. The football part still matters. And I like, I'm really, I'm really watching Alabama because I like to see what Saban's talking about. What, are, what is their approach? Do they start buying players? Or do they hold true to this? I did. Oh, we're not. We run it like this. Yeah. And we do the Alabama way. And let me tell you what we said before. So before you came on, there was an episode where I went in depth, and I said, "Here's here's why Nick Saban said what he said." And I think this episode we're gonna clip it. So let me be let me be salacious. Let me. I'm gonna talk to man. <laughs> Alabama. When you look at them as a state of the union, and you examine Alabama, and you go, "Okay, what is happening here economically?" They're poverty stricken in Alabama. Like, yeah. like no one thinks Alabama and wealth is the first word that comes to yeah. mind. And so is and so is Mississippi and so is Louisiana it's, and so is Arkansas. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, those states they're all any economic metric they're at the bottom when you look at the fifty states. Yeah. Now they've gotten away with it before because the things that they like, well, they technically they need to afford them. You have a lot of like wealthier states subsidizing a lot of their. Their really? income, basically, like, like, like the way they make funds. Yeah, listen. If the state of like same thing with the state of Kentucky, if if Arkansas knew what was good for it, it would legalize hemp tomorrow. They they'd have money all over the place. <laughs> but that's a different conversation. But now, you love college football. You're good at football, but you don't have the money to compete with like schools like the U or even like the Memphis. There's other there are places with way more money. Like listen, if it comes down to like being able to even afford or, or buy a program, Mississippi State and Alabama are not that far removed as far as how much money they have available mm-hmm. to, to each other. Like, I believe what Nick Saban, the reason why he gave that speech, why he talked so much about the boosters and he talked about, oh, you know, th- this guy got a house. And, and yeah. he was he was being a little, um, you know, facetious, but, but he, he wanted to make it obvious and known to his boosters, like, listen, Beforehand, if you guys won the national championship, you want to go undefeated. I told you maybe you know put in another weight room or give me a couple more you know locker rooms like let's upgrade this. But he's trying to tell his boosters, us winning now depends on you paying people. Yeah, I know I I, I don't control that. I control the field, but they're not even going to get on the field if you don't pay them to be here first. Yeah, so yeah. pay them because other people are paying, and I think. I think there's a lot of people in different parts of the country who have very different um, philosophies and ideologies about what NIL is and what this means and how seriously it's being taken other places. Right now, what, what do you think, and I, I said this too before, Like, what if you're in the state of Alabama and you have generational wealth, how do you think it was made? Farm. Yeah, and who's on that farm? <laughs> right. Exactly. So imagine having a conversation with somebody and you're trying to convince them, like, listen, listen, I know when your family was really making the money, you weren't paying young black men, but I'm going to need you and I'll do the one thing that got you rich. That's I need to be the opposite of that. That's crazy. They're going to take a little talking to you. You're going to have to repeat that a couple times. Like, hey, we're paying them now. <laughs> we're doing that now. That's a thing. Pay them. Yeah. So you got to emphasize that because they don't, I mean, like, we, you, you come across yeah, yeah. people here who are like, oh, I don't think I know such a good thing. And they just, they have reasons for it, though. Imagine you're a seven-year-old white dude in Alabama. I can't possibly think of a reason, given the way I've been raised, what I know in the world, that I would think and I would be a good... Right, but until until you start losing, though, so... Yeah, that's what it'll take. 
So, uh, uh, one game uh, a season, they'll accept A and M beating them on a field goal kicker. But when it's like, no, I'm a head shorter than everybody. Because you were know, like molesting me off the line of scrimmage. Because so that's a problem. The, the, the one thing that's hard to, to to value, the one thing that's hard to put a number on, is passion for football. Yes, right. for success. So, so Alabama has. If we if we were to put a, a metric on the passion for football. 11. Alabama <laughs> is at the top. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? More than us, I'm saying. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> exactly. exactly. The, a game, an uh, Alabama game is, is, is on. Oh, my God. The, 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 the town is shut down. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should have you bought your sandwich before the game started. You know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> so, I'm interested to see, you know, does the passion... Turn to Translate. dollars. Okay. Does it come? Does it turn to dollars? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that energy. Because we talk. We talk about LA. We talk about California. If we if we look at the money, it's turning. Yeah. LA, LA got a lot more money. Oh yeah. In Bama, right? Yeah. Yeah. But what LA doesn't have in comparison to Alabama is the passion for football. They got so yeah. much stuff. They, they got, got beaches. Thank you. Right, they, they got, got Hollywood. The characters. <laughs> yeah. Bama. In Bama, they got Bama. They got. Nothing. <laughs> it's religion. Shit. It's religion, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's in the blood. And when you go to church, you know. Listen, listen. People, people give a lot of stuff to pastors and all that stuff. Yeah. When you go to church, you have a great spiritual experience. Your 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 soul is is fed. You're moved. Yeah. Right. Who paid for these lights? <laughs> Did you? Do you expect? That's what I'm talking about. Do you expect to have this? Reach for what lights? This spiritual experience for every week. week. Yeah. And you think the light bill is just gonna, you know, that old guys is gonna turn the lights on every week? No. Right. We gotta pass the collection plate around. We'll put money in. And you, you may not have enough, That's but what right. you can give, you give, and then you continue to get the fed. Yeah. But at some point, if you eat your football every week. Yeah, and you want to continue to eat top quality football. You gotta pay for that top. Somebody got somebody yeah. got spend some bread. <laughs> somebody, you heard right. about that analogy, and let's see what it's it takes for them much. to get it. Yeah, it's not that much. No, but you're right. It, it isn't. But here's the thing: it's it's always been not that much in this in this nil era we live in, right? Why did it take till 2022? I mean, yeah, when you were playing, right? right? Yeah. This isn't. Nothing's changed, right? Catastrophically, have you? I noticed what just happened this week. Did you? Did you? Did you all notice this? When the adults made a money decision, i.e., when a bunch of old people got together in a room and were like, "Hey, so we will join the Big Ten." They're like, "Yeah, that took. That was maybe like a seven seven people involved in that decision." I'm thinking that. So you got yeah. ads and presidents. That's, yeah, what, yeah. that's who mattered in that decision. All right. Where, where was the caterwauling? Where were the people clutching their pearls talking about, this is the end of the academic sanctity of the Pac-12. <laughs> we're doing this just for the money. We're yeah, forgetting yeah. what college is about. It's about learning. Where are all the people just insulting USC and UCLA, how they've desecrated what those schools are about because now they're doing things for money. I didn't see a single person, not one journalist, no one came out to be like, oh, my God. Look, they're doing this for money. They, yeah. It's over. Sacrilegious. Yes, <laughs> universities are shutting down all over the country. Right, right, like, right. And nobody thought that, oh, because USC and UCLA made a move, that means hundreds of universities across the country are now all of a sudden going to start realigning. It's almost like it's no. almost like a, a feeling of like, 
the world is ending. Screw it. Let's get the most money we can now. It just feels <laughs> like it. It almost does. Uh, it, it does. But but I'm saying people are people are measured and calm when adults make money decisions. But when the money decisions made by people that are younger, there's this air of like, oh my god, chaos. Chaos <laughs> is coming. Right. That's a massive money move. When you see LA and USC move to Big Tour, that's I mean, that's that's like billions of dollars were affected but, in but, that decision. So people like so this is the thing. People people are okay with money being Collected as long as it's being collected by the same people, right? It's, it's almost oh, like oh, yeah. because when it's collected by the same people, not too much actually changes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like everything still kind of feels the same. Uh-huh. The person who was rich, kind of like richer. Yeah, <laughs> but well, the rest of us are still the same, so everything is cool, right? Only on TV. But then when all of these other people start making money, things yes. start to change, yes. right? These yes. NBA players, you're talking they start, they, they start getting all this money. Then they start switching teams. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? Oh my, yeah. like, this, this is too crazy. Like, oh, the ball. Uh, you went, you you went in, in Miami. Now you're gonna go play in Cleveland. Now you're gonna like, no, we can't. Yeah, we can't. It's, too much. it's too much. It's too much. It's too much going on. So, to the, there's a feeling of of chaos in terms of you know you got the transfer portal now. Uncertainty. Yeah, like, yeah all there's these so things. much things happening. But unfortunately, unfortunately. For anything to advance and change, things have to happen. <laughs> like, yes. Things have to happen. So if you keep trying to keep the lid on stuff and keep it the same as much as possible, it's going to bust. And that's what's, that's what's really happened is that... That's conference that, realignment. That's the busting. The NCAA didn't... They, they just... They dragged their feet in coming up with a... Because they could have came up with a plan for... Okay, how do we incorporate players getting money because yeah. we get generating more money more new tv deals now which means even more bigger tv deals in the future right mm-hmm. there's a bunch of boosters out here that want to put money towards right. something that's right and they can't you know what i'm saying yeah, there's really. a bunch of businesses that want to want to be a part of this but they can't so we're actually denying some of the money to enter into this yeah and we're trying to figure so what happened was it became yeah, it yeah, was the states took care of it. Right, something like, that was your job, like your thing to take care of. Someone else felt so perturbed they came and did it for you. Right, and now it's the Wild Wild West. And yeah. it, and in reality, it didn't have to be. It could have moved a little bit slower, and it would have been big transformational changes that could have happened, like in a structured fashion. It, yeah. Yeah, baby steps. Yeah, right. yeah, because that's what the NCAA is supposed to be here for. Right? We are all governing body. But now no one knows who governs NIL, which is a big reason why what we do is so needed in the space. That's why it's needed. Yeah, because everyone's like... Well, the NCAA did release the law. Well, yeah, they, they put out the guidelines, but that's the thing that... I mean, and I, I'm glad is it, they is did. Is it retroactive, like the... Only, only up until that Monday. So, like, oh, so okay. basically the law is like, you know, let's say, i.e., let's say your AD or, like, your coach helped you get an NIL deal. If he did it before the guidelines went into effect, you're good. Okay. But if he did it, like, that Monday, then there's a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's how this yeah, want about right. it. But we know there's a governing body. Here's what I got to do. And it's what's causing issues on the high school level, right? I remember, so I spoke with uh, a high school coach about a couple weeks ago, and I was asking him about the OSHA vote, you know, the way the high school association, how they voted. And he was saying, he's like, well, you know, we had so many questions. One, we didn't know how, how would it have worked 
do do all does every school need to hire an NIL person now? Are the NIL rules the same no matter what sport? Are they different? If they're I like think there should be an body? NIL guy for every school. Right? Is it for every school? Or is it like one for every school? Is it one for every school and every sport? And here's why I say that. Clearly, the football players are probably going to be busy getting deals year-round. What happens if your track team, you have one person who gets third place out of 400? Like... Right? Is it disproportionate? Are we going to say my time is so busy on football, I can't take care of the other? So I I can kind of see, and you know, administrators, they think a certain way. People who are used to taking care of children think everyone's a child. Right? And they're like, oh, no, we need to have this ironed out or you're just going to lose your way. So I see why they're like, I would rather vote no instead of saying yes because... If I say yes, I don't know how yes happens. Mm-hmm. I don't know the process of yes. So let me just say no, and everything like just stays the same. And then I'm uncomfortable with that. So because of no lack of clarity in the NCAA, different states are doing it. But because of how the people in those states feel, right? So if the people realize, like Florida, Florida would be, it'd be stupid for Florida not to high school in NIL. That's what makes, that's part of why Florida so valuable and why yeah. the recruiting ground. Right. And if Florida didn't do it, California would do it and they take all the Florida athletes really quickly. Yeah. So now, with those things changing, I look at the state of Ohio and I go, I really believe that, and I'm, I'm going to do a whole monologue about this later, but with these two California schools being added on to the Big Ten, Ohio has to have high school NIL, or you're going to lose any competent high school athlete in Ohio. Now that USC and UCLA are joining, and now that you can play in the major TV markets, so, coast to coast. So, is Florida going NIL? Yeah, for high school, yeah, Florida, Florida. NIL. So you have, so you have in Florida, you have, and I, I know, I don't know what progress Braxton and Troy have made with the, like the 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 high the school, school that they the school, wanted to build. Yeah, but I Braxton think I Miller? Think, Braxton yeah, Miller, yeah. Braxton Miller, yeah. I didn't know that. That's interesting. But they have, they have, um, uh, what's the school in the, like, Burlington, Sarasota area? The charter school? No, charter. The, the, the school that the every, school. yeah, the guys IMG. go to play, IMG, yeah. right? They have IMG there. And there's guys from Ohio. That, yeah, that go. Right now, that go to IMG. I played, I played, um, I went to high school in Claremont, Florida. Um, Did right, you play against IMG? No, no, I didn't play against IMG, but right, right across the street from my high school is a school called Mount Bird Academy. Okay, oh, Mount Bird Academy Mount has, I mean, like Vince Carter went there, like uh, D'Angelo Russell, like a, wow. a bunch of I know, NBA, like the guys go. It's like a prep school that guys go there. It's crazy. I, I, I went to high school. There. I'll go to like the local like McDonald's and I see this big giant walking. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking like. I'm going to look this guy up because he's probably going to be in the NBA next year. You know what I'm saying? But you have these schools in Florida that are set up for guys to come there. Now, you add the NIL element. So if you're in a state like Ohio. Yeah, and you don't have IMG. And you're a star basketball player on the AAU circuit and you know you're going to get a bunch of offers. Why would you stay? I'm going to Mount Burr. I'm going to get paid there in high school. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Uh So it's higher level of competition because let's face it, Ohio does not have the best level of high school competition. They, they it's pretty good, some. but it's, yeah, it's not some. the best anymore. I'd say Florida, Georgia, California, Texas, and Louisiana. I put all before Ohio when it comes to like their high school football, like how deep it is and how good it is. And they have these schools built on football, built on yeah, high school. Like, football, all has 
We have good so ones. We've got like you know Maslin. They have. I mean, again, home of the you know Paul Brown Tigers. When the same man that makes the Browns and the Bengals, you know, also coaches the high school. Hey, speaking yeah. of Bengals, Joe Burrow Athens. Same, I, right? But in the future, why? Why would unless we know Joe Burrow, his dad being a coach worker at Athens. Let's say Joe Burrow. Let's say his dad doesn't work, like. In the like he can he works he he does a job that he can do anywhere like a lot of people don't have jobs they right. can do anywhere right why would an athlete like Joe Burrow let's say the next Joe Burrow it doesn't make sense for him to play high school ball in Ohio like legitimately he got the outcome that he went to LSU but the next Joe Burrow so let's say the next Joe Burrow right now is twelve right he's got literally the next five years of his life are the most will uh, impact the college he goes to that will impact whether or not he goes to pro. So you seen have you seen uh, the Serena Williams Venus Williams movie? I have uh, not. One King Richard. Well, King Richard. Not yet. So, so essentially, King Richard. Oh, King Richard. But their dad, right, had this vision of his girls playing tennis, right, way before they were even born. Whoa. Yeah, no, and, that's brilliant. I love that. I mean, they're in the the hood and they're in Compton in L.A. And he essentially, like, raises them up, teaching them tennis. They're watching tennis. He's go- in the, on the L.A., like, tennis court in the middle of the city where nobody plays tennis. Like, you, you play basketball, you're like, man, who, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but once they got to a point, they were still young, probably teenagers or whatever, where Venus was, like, killing it. Was Venus a, was better than Serena. A star. He went and found her a coach to help coach her up. Um, like a professional type coach, and he showed her video. Like he recording her, practicing, and him coaching her, and then showed the videos. Got the coach, and then eventually she got. They got to a point where they realized, okay, Venus is really a yeah. star. They moved to the coach moved them to wherever. Uh, I don't know if it was Florida or something. Yeah, he moved them wherever to, to continue the culture. Yeah, and put the fa- whole family in like a house. Like uh-huh. they lived on an estate. Gave gave the Richard, yeah. the, like the coach or whoever the sponsor of the little the I don't know if it's an academy or it's kind of like an IMG type thing. Yeah, but um, so they well, they coach a bunch of different girls, but gave them like took care of them until she got to the point where she got the Nike deal. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Or we'll whatever whatever deal. Yeah. So it's you just think of a football like if I'm a, if if I'm as if my son I have a son right now. Yeah. If I'm in Ohio. There's no NIL. And I don't I wouldn't necessarily need the money, but if I'm in Ohio and there's an opportunity mm-hmm. to take him to Florida, which by the way, you know, I got family in Florida, right? Exactly, yeah. But I could take him to Florida. I say I work remote. I work remote. I could take him to Florida. We could live in Florida. We could, you know, spend weekends on the beach or whatever. Yeah. He could be a part of this um this system in which, you know, they're they're preparing him for the next level, right? They got Good coaches because they got the money. Yeah. Right? And then... He's learning I, how the NIL works. And we're getting paid in the meantime. Yeah. Another <laughs> income in the family because your right? son goes to school and just does school in a sport and he's making like 30K a year. Now you got to... Oh, you got cap. <laughs> a high school, high level high school, you can make 30K. <coughs> make? That's baby money. What? 30... Tell me. 30K. Let's if you are... If you are... Like, if you are... Because football is, is a little bit more challenging, though. Because yeah, football... easier, though. Football, you got to physically... Develop. And develop. Sure. Unless you're like... I mean, if you're... Arch, say you're Arch Manning. Say you're Arch Manning. Yeah. 
right? Oh so God. you tell oh, me. We were about to bring this up. I forgot. Yeah. Like, so say Arch Manning wasn't. Manning. It wasn't a Manning. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you couldn't tell me at a school wouldn't say, okay, look, we'll bring you. You, you come to my uh, my high school. Or, or say one of his Pat, Patrick Peterson or somebody like that. You come to my high school. We we give you. We take care of you. Yeah. Right, we got Booster who wants to, you know, give you money. Yeah, there's sponsorships, sponsorship opportunities, or whatever. I mean, it's <laughs> things are changing, man. Yeah. I'm just saying things are changing, um, and you have to be able to change with it because at the end of the day, I mean, it's the it's free market. Mm -hmm. So what what do we know about the free market? That things innovation is going to happen. Yes, innovation is going to happen. So you need to be able to be prepared for that innovation. Or you're gonna get left behind. That's right. So I think I think Arch going to uh Texas though is a big play for Texas. I think, you know, that they, they always have that big Oklahoma game every year. They yeah. always have, you know, a lot of a lot of the state, one of the biggest states that cares about football. So I think overall it's a great move for him. And uh we'll we'll see what, what he makes. And Texas is Texas is legit. Like Texas is a major, major university. Their football has not lived up to their brand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. They have not lived up to their brand. So this is the opportunity for the marquee name meets to, marquee program. Yeah, and the and the yeah. bring that Vince the the years of like the Vince Young and, and, to, and back. I've, you know what I'm saying? Two, last time I heard a good Texas was like Vince Young. No, right? I know I was about to say Colt McCoy. Oh really? I played against Cole. Cole was good. Was you played how, good, wait, how good was he? How they good beat us in the um in the in the, the Alamo Bowl. Fiesta Bowl. Okay. Beat us in the Fiesta oh, Bowl, man. Yeah, it was man. some BS, man. Third, fourth and fourth and four, fourth and three. They threw like a little speed out. Attack with the guy. Yeah. He was short. Yeah. Okay. And they came out measured. Oh. Oh. <laughs> next one run this way. Next way we got a touchdown. We got all our blitz. They they got slammed. Oh. <laughs> Game winning play. But anyway, Cole McCoy was Cole, Cole McCoy was, yeah, he, he was pretty good. I, mean, I was excited about the And then they created a clone for him. Uh, what was the, the, the other McCoy? Yeah, yeah, his brother came and played. Yeah, uh, oh my God, no. And the, I know what you mean. He played like what? Uh, slot or something? Cole McCoy was, did so well for them. They tried, they tried they to clone him. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, yeah, I'm not quite as blessed as Colt. I feel like there's a few colleges that had that have had clones for their quarterback. I feel like Nebraska had a um, what a name too. What, what was the quarterback from Nebraska? Um, the, right, right the guy. Who, I don't know if it's right now the guy before Martinez. Right now. Nebraska has had a Martinez at quarterback. Yes, Russell. Like yeah, yeah, yes. I promise you. Every time I come to Nebraska, I see Martinez. I'm like, oh my god, not again. Your career, man. People are like, stop. Maybe people are maybe Scott's not the issue. Maybe it's his quarterback because he won't get rid of him. But he just got the transfer from Texas. The guy okay. that was at Texas last year, and his name is not Martinez. No, it's Scott. Oh my <laughs> gosh, man. The Nebraska hasn't had a Martinez for you know, since the, the longest, <laughs> the longest time. But with I like so with the Manning family, I look at what they've done, and they're clearly a family that makes their name in the South. Let's look at Peyton. Tennessee, right? Uh, Eli, Archie, Ole Miss. No, Eli, Ole Miss. No, Archie, Archie is going to Texas. 
But the, the so original got, OG. Well, yeah, yeah. So Archie, their man. dad, yeah, also Memphis. went to Ole Miss. So it played for it played for the Saints. Sa- yeah, the Saints. and then went, uh, exactly oh, really? played in Louisiana. Yep, yep. So they they live in live in New Orleans. Yeah, they, all the kids go to Newman High School, it's a private school in New Orleans. That's where. So they're like true. they're like New Orleans like royalty. royalty. You them know what I'm the, Them and the Breeze family. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I, I grew up in New Orleans, and the Madness was like are like uh, royalty. Actually, um, Arch's dad. This is the one that didn't play professional. He didn't play. He brothers. didn't play professional. He was like a receiver, I think. Yeah, and he had like a Cooper. Yeah, yeah. He, had, he had like an injury. So he actually interviewed my sister. What? He had like a, he had like a, um, a, a, t- a local TV show, sports show. Yeah, and my sister was like a star basketball player. Okay. Was, yeah, so he interviewed her um, a long time ago. Man, I missed that. That was a dope time. One day you interview his sons, it would be a full (laughs) set. All right, man. I should be on the podcast with family. Yeah, my family interviewed me, so I'm going to But that. Cooper was the best, though. Cooper was the best of the Mannings. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Everyone that that comes in the shop and stuff, they, they all tell me, yeah, Cooper was the best. That is... Yeah, I'm calling Cap on that, man. I'm saying that to be better up. than Peyton. Well, he was a wide receiver, so it's, it's apples Shoot. and oranges, but yeah. they were saying athlete-wise he was the best. Oh, yeah, he probably was. Yeah, 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 his he brothers probably. were like, yeah, I mean... Probably was the best athlete. But what his brothers did at quarterback was crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I played against Peyton Manning. How, yeah, okay, how was that? Yeah. It was... It, so, so my, in my opinion, at, at, at the peak, I don't know, I, it's hard to say, because... I feel like Tom Brady. No, 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 you, no, Tom, Brady right. Tom Brady's getting older, and it seems like he's getting, he's getting better. better he's getting yeah. Older, yeah. But Peyton, but, that didn't. But happen. to me, at at their peaks, who was yeah, Peyton who was Manning right. was the best quarterback to me. Really? Why? 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 Okay, let's defend both. Why would you say that? So Peyton Manning's ability to identify coverage. Yeah. And identify who you know who's going to be open, where they're going to be. Open. It's like his mind just seemed to be ahead of everybody on the oh, field. It was he almost, was almost he was throwing lasers. So when I played against, I played against them, and I know. So we tried to disguise coverages. We we'll disguise coverages, right? Yeah. You had to against like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. You disguise coverage, but at some point you got to get into your coverage. Of course, yeah. So the, what I, what I what impressed me was from Peyton is that you know. Ball snapped. I'm getting into. I'm getting. Now getting the yeah, I'm getting into coverage. He knows it already. He's not just. He's seeing the safety and he's seeing the corner and he's recognizing what coverage I'm. What coverage we're going to while he's you know in his drop. Yeah. And he's identifying where because you can't cut uh, the defense. You can't stop everything, right? Yeah. So, so he's, he's recognizing what's going to be open, and it was just so hard. To, I mean, we had schemes, we had checks, we had. It was just so. Hard to to get him. It was so hard. Like was he playing like he had two brains almost. Like <laughs> one folk, like one looking at coverage and one brain that then would just focus on throwing. It, it, it got to the point where because I, I at some point you realize okay now I know what he's doing. I know where he's going with the ball yeah, based on my coverage. Change. So then you start thinking like, dang, I should you know I should go. I should do it. I yeah. should. But then you realize. I bail on my cover. I realize. I feel like he might be one step ahead of me. Oh, <laughs> 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 he's like, 
playing checkers. He's playing chess. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. Bree, Drew Brees was the one that, you know, he pumped a lot. Yeah. So, like, he, he, he had you. He froze. Like so he need you jumping. But Peyton, Peyton just, he just, his mind was just was too much. So, when I played against him, he didn't have the arm that he used to have. Okay. But yeah. it, didn't, it didn't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even his little wobbly balls would still get to the right spot. It was just like, damn, we can't cover that. And it, it, I mean, he was, he was impressive. Wow. What, years, what years did you play him? So I think it was 2014, 2013, okay. 2014. He was with okay. he was with Denver. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was probably with Denver. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. was in his final, his final, final years, and he was he, he was, was still crazy. So when you could, but they had just won though, right? One of those years, yeah. Denver was at Tebow. So I remember Tebow's the first part of the season. So I was handed off to him to win it to win the Super Bowl. So I lost. So I lost to Tebow. My rookie year. We lost the team. Well, that was the, the miraculous year when they made the playoffs. This is the oh, oh, that man was on fire. We, that we had, that was we, the deal year, right? We needed to win one game to make the playoffs. We played. That was it. The, for the oh, and they needed to win one game to make it. And you, you went to in that last touchdown. He ran. Oh he ran. So we we were. I mean, we were beating them probably about like two touchdowns. Yeah. And in the second half, he they off. just stopped throwing the ball. Yeah, they just the Rams on read, and they just could not stop it. It was the craziest thing in the world. I remembered Urban's playbook. He's like, what are you do? Just it's like I'm back in Florida, but, but that's yeah. when he's dangerous. What, what? So that game, if you remember, when you compare those three, right? I look at what gives a defense issue. I feel like with Tom, the issue is the defense on the other side is maybe just as good or better than Tom, as in like. When you compare Tom Brady to Peyton Manning, is it that Tom picks his spots when he's great? Because he's not he's, he doesn't do what Peyton does at the line. Like Peyton just shows up and will call three or four different plays right, and right, see what right. you do. Right. Tom's already got the play. He huddles, he then he lines and then he usually goes. Sometimes he audibles out, but he'll go. Yeah. The difference so just my experience. Just my personal experience when we played against him. Peace out, guys. Um, I see. We were, I feel like we were able to disguise coverages against Tom Brady in a way. So what we did, I think against Tom against Tom what we did was we ran single high safety defenses, cover three. Yeah. And uh, cover one. Okay. And you don't know if we're in cover three or in cover one because the safety still stays in the middle. Yeah. And we had to do that because that's the only way for him not to know, know like what we're in. Yeah. Um, we did we tried that same stuff against Peyton, but the way the the way he manipulated off uh defenses we needed to have rolled up corners sometimes. Like we couldn't stay in and cover one. The yeah, because you have him all the way down on the field. Yeah, and then he'll move. So, a, he'll move a tight end, wouldn't he? And he'll force your linebacker so that, to either drop. So the two things they were sim- they're both similar in that, you know, they they use those those little option routes, some of those shorter routes, and identify. Okay, you know, the corner guy has his leverage, so you option this way. I mean, he's beat because he's on the outside leverage, so it doesn't so matter. I throw it. I, yeah. I but I just felt like Peyton was, and I think their approach is different in terms of where Tom Brady, we have to play call, yeah. run that play. I, I'm going to go to where the the offense beats the defense based on, you know, how the play develops. Yeah. Peyton Manning might check that, he might check that play like three or four times at the line based on what, what the, you do. Yeah, like, uh, line, uh, mid-linebacker checks. Oh, Peyton Manning's check. Oh, we're gonna, you know what I'm saying? So, I think their approach was different, okay. but man, I think just Peyton Manning at his best. 
Yeah. At his peak versus Tom Brady at his peak, right? I give the edge the edge to Peyton Manning. Now, in terms of who's the best player to ever, yeah, ever do, I, I give it to Tom Brady because it's more than just you know at your peak. But I think at their at their best. Yeah. You to me, I give the edge to Peyton. I I agree with you on that because I give the edge to Peyton. Peyton was Peyton was coach and quarterback. Yeah. And I think the truth that's what that's what made a difference because he could. I feel like if you give. Peyton Manning could have played with college players, and I think gotten the same outcome because he would he would have lined them up the same. Yeah, like if you he would have told everyone, "Here's what we're gonna do," like and then gone out there and did it. So that that when we now when we speak of that, do you think due to nil, do you think this will ever affect playing styles? Because people always talk about, "Oh, it'll affect the sport," and like it won't be as pure. The only and I've never heard anyone make the argument, but in my mind, I think okay. When you look at what's happening just right now in sports and the way people are kind of playing ball, is it going to be guys that put up a lot of points? Maybe if they don't win a lot, but they're more entertaining. Will we see over time because they're putting up points because they're known? They'll start to get more deals. So, i.e., like, now it'll be USC, but when Lincoln's at, at OU, right? Yeah. If every game OU plays in the season, it's 40 points, 50 points, whatever. Everyone's getting fed, tight ends are catching passes. Like, your stat, people's stats are good versus, like, you know, Iowa is winning and they can they can barely score three touchdowns a game. So it's yeah. like, if you compare these two teams, let's say both teams go to the conference championship, I have a feeling Oklahoma players are going to be making more money. Right? Do you think that will start to have an effect where it's like, we're both doing well. We're both only losing one game a season, but, you know, I scored 13 points to win a game right. and you score 45. Yeah, I think from a, from a, a money, from the money standpoint, yeah. I mean, just in general, Oklahoma is going to be the more flashy mm. team. But I also think there's an element of how far, how much, so it's not just winning, it's how far you go. Like, are you, are you a, a playoff competitor? Because... If you're Iowa and you make it to like a college football playoff, yeah, I mean everybody may not stand out, but your running back, you know, your quarterback, maybe your top receiver will get, you know, will yeah. get the brand recognition as opposed to Oklahoma, who's maybe everybody's scoring and everybody's getting touchdowns, but you know if you're losing, yeah. you're not. Yeah. If, you're, if you're not playing in, in championships. Then it's the you know I don't think it I don't think it matters as much. Um, at the same time, I think I think some element to like you know what is the 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 passion around football? You know who's who's really checking for that specific school and those things are going to be yeah. a, a big factor. I mean, at the end of the day, man, the big the the, the big schools, I think, are in a really good position. The big football schools are in a good position yeah. to continue their dominance with the NIL. Except some are in better position than others. Ohio State versus Bama, in my oh, opinion, much better yeah, position. are in a better better position. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how this thing develops, man. I would. I think you're right about that. My and th this guess. I mean, time will tell. But I would put my money on this. We're going to start to see the SECs is not going to be able to have the same depth of players as well because we're going to start to see people poaching, whether it be. They're known for, I, I would say, here's what makes it that the SEC has won so many of the past championships. The depth at D-line. Yeah. 
that is what other teams just cannot, they can't handle it. They don't have, no. first of all, no one has the same depth at O-line. No one is subbing that much, uh, like, on, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the line. Yeah. But on defense, you're like, I'm switching out. Right. I've got a fourth down package. Because now everyone is, you're actually going for it on fourth down. This isn't a punt formation. i got guys I can keep there for all four downs. I think you're going to see teams, NIL is going to chip away at that depth. Yeah. And the SEC is going to lose the fact that they were winning back to back to back like that. I see, like we said before, programs like Mississippi State, um, LSU's, even Bama's, are going to start to lose because of a program like the U will have money. Memphis will have money. A guy who maybe I think the JUCOs, I have no idea what JUCO does. Because there's a place for JUCO with no NIL. You need to go to JUCO. Right. But JUCO is successful because a lot of guys who, like, things happen in life. Right. And so, like, just life happens. I'm thinking, all right, but what happens if, like, some JUCOs get on the NIL train and others don't? I think the JUCO landscape could change massively. EMCC could lose its crown as being the top. Yeah. Like, now, if you have a decent, even if you weren't known for football before, you could, $3 million would make you the best JUCO in the Yeah, but how, so as a JUCO, who who's ponying up $3 million? So and why, JUCO yeah. and why are they? So, like, yeah. no, no, so, I mean, there's some, so my, my brother went to a JUCO, Pearl River, Mississippi, okay. and there was a good football, there, there was a good fo- football culture around there, so, like, what gets me to put money into this? If if it's not me, just you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I think about the top JUCO football schools. Yeah. And in, in my mind, I don't know where the money comes from. Maybe it's location. Maybe it's uh, who's Booster. who, yeah boosters who who went there. Yeah. But it seems like the, the people who would generate the, the JUCOs who would generate some of the, the more, most of the booster money would be those who are most who, pat- who care more about the football. Right. Oh, those yeah, who win. Yeah. Who care? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the, they have the culture. The, yeah, they have the football culture because then it matters, yeah. right? I'm putting money in it because this matters to me. This is a personal investment. Yeah, yeah, this is something that I care about. And for those who don't mm. care about the football as much, I don't know if they put the money. If they put the money up. I see what you're saying. I, I I look at it like like this. I I take on just the marketing front. Here's here's why I be valuable. All right, imagine, I can't remember the name of the school, but remember uh, Cam Newton goes to that JUCO, right? Because yeah. Cam Newton proceeds to win, like, three national championships back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. The JUCO won, the college won, and then, no, he wins, like, an MVP. He wins, like, three MVPs back-to-back-to-back because to back to back yeah. he wins rookie. All right, if that JUCO right now, if you were able to do an ad with Cam, any ad, any, any commercial, doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Oh my God! What do you mean? You just got like millions of dollars worth of marketing? Yeah. Because let's say you yeah. run it that year, not that many people see. It. He wins a JUCO championship. When the man comes back to Auburn and proceeds to, you know, run the, unleashed on Oregon, and you run that ad of him that you taped the year before. Yeah. How much you paying him for that ad? That's the thing. So you know, because is he coming? Is he coming yeah. as an as a, a, a former player or as a, a former player and saying, "Look, I'm donating my services because I want this." Auburn is one thing. Yeah. Is he going back to the JUCO and saying, hey. I see. This is a JUCO y'all need to go yeah. to because he may. He may have a relationship with a coach. He may have a relationship with a yeah, director. He may, yeah. yeah, he may. But he may not. Yeah. Uh, I, don't I don't know mean. what you mean. I, think, I don't know. So this is a huge opportunity for JUCO. So JUCO could establish itself as we are the JUCO to go to if they just get agreements with guys. 
do an ad for us, do an NIL deal for us yeah. at the end, yeah. where you like advertise, or we say I can use your name, image, and likeness for the next four years after yeah. you graduate or whatever. I think that's a huge opportunity because no one, no one's looking at JUCOs and I go, that's a massive part of the landscape. They take in players, players leave, and it's cyclical. Like, there are JUCOs who can tell you, I've made this many NFL players. And people go, okay, if I got to go JUCO, I'm going to go there. Right. But I'm sure there's some other JUCOs, because they're not always, we call them JUCOs, but these are community colleges right. that are making right, right, money right. with people, right. you know, paying right. admission. So exactly. I think the way you make the money, if you're a community college and you look around and you go, like, for instance, there's a reason why the California community colleges, they split in half, because California yeah. had so many. If you're a community college that makes money by people enrolling, like you already have a good business model, you make money off of every student, it's worth it for you to put money behind your football team. Let's just say, let's, I'm just I'm gonna make up some numbers. Let's say for every student that enrolls, you make ten percent of everything of what they pay for yeah. fees. You take as profit. Okay, if your community college can handle five thousand more students. Like, but you just don't that many on applying. If it takes me $2 million to be to have the best roster, maybe I don't win, but people talk about me now, and I fill up those 5,000 slots for the next four or five years. Who's coming up with that $2 million, though? Is the school coming up with $2 million? Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they got to pay for that. They got to yeah. get that kid a scholarship already. I don't know how much that costs. I don't know, uh, 50 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that two million coming from, though? Because right. is it coming from the ticket sales? Because I pay for tickets to go to certain <laughs> you ain't made college games. They will do the good games, and they ain't really. They don't think they were making that much off the ticket. So right. I mean, it, it, I think I think part of it comes down to who went there. Yeah, and do they yeah. have an alumni? Do they have boosters? Um, and what what can those boosters uh, gain from you know putting this investment? You, I think about so the schools with like just the richest people, right? Yeah, I mean they got it's like, you, like it's like Harvard and yeah, Princeton and like how many billionaires? The Drexlers of the world right. and Babson. Yeah, what happens if Babson College wants a good football team? Yeah, what what, what do they do? Yeah, what, do. What, if, what if uh, University of Penn is like, look, okay, Warwick, our, our football has been. Football's been it's been okay. Yeah, but we want to start winning chips. Yeah, we want to start competing at the top level. Do, is there? Can we create? Can we create our collective of billionaires? Yeah, it's war it everywhere. Right, and you billionaires, the, the the change that falls out of your pocket in oh the sofa, we yeah. take we just take a, a collection of that and right? give it to the players. Start and start giving it. But to see, there's a, there's still a, there's still the challenge of getting into those schools. From an academic yeah. standpoint. No, there is, but that school, if Penn did something like that, Penn should approach Notre Dame to join their league. Yeah, if yeah. there, there'll be so much money in that. I watch Warren. I watch guys from Warren play. And here's what would happen. The would best happen. players wouldn't go to state. Like, the, the best football players that have the brains, they wouldn't go to Stanford. They yeah. wouldn't go to Notre Dame. They'd go to Warren. Warren would still, are you kidding me? I, I can get so, a degree from Warren. So, so oh, okay, so our, so our Notre Dame conference now, we've, We've identified what is so now so Notre Dame, Clemson, Clemson, Stanford, U Miami, yeah. University of Penn. Yes, <laughs> get you Penn to So then you'll be Hard, harder for basketball and yeah, and then maybe get get Davidson uh, where Steph Curry went. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that'd be 
That'd be wild, man. Yeah, the the the, the, the NIL element allows someone who has a vision and a focus and has some resources that they can access yeah. to really drive up the value of their football program. Yes. And really drive up the value of their school yeah, really, yeah. In, in general because a great football program creates great, great, a great, great other programs. Right. Right. I think what we're, we're going to see, and we're going to watch a mastermind in the next five to ten years, a good AD is going to be able to use NIL to offset, like, international um, admissions. Because now, right, we know this. There are athletes in other parts of the world that are better than, like, the domestic supply of athletes. Yeah. So, i.e., if I wanted to start winning a lot of championships in rugby or lacrosse right. or NCAA soccer, are you kidding me? You should call us. If you really want to win a lot of chips at soccer, we got some people for you. Right, right, right. right, right. Like, Right. You bring over like four Nigerians <laughs> and you win. You just start winning all of a sudden. But, and, and that if you do that in these other sports that maybe people aren't checking for, you start becoming known as like, we produce these high-level athletes. They yeah. do well academically. They do well athletically. They go on to other leagues. Right. And, and, I, and so, and I don't know if this is going to happen, if this will happen or not, but you think about soccer. Yeah. Right. If you look at the sports, you look at the sports in general. Um, I know that Ohio State it was something like Ohio State football generates about ninety-seven percent. I don't know if that's the same, it's the same number now. Maybe yeah. ninety-two or ninety-five percent of the income. Basketball is like three to three percent, three to five percent. The only other those sports make up about one percent. Yeah. Right. If. It, soccer to me is an interesting sport in terms mm-hmm. that it's a it's the biggest I believe it's the biggest global oh, yeah. sport, right? But in America And America is not as big. Mm-hmm. If I got a player from Nigeria Yeah and he was a star. Yeah, like national team good. And I gave him and I you know I mean first of all Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I gave him enough money to yeah, you know, to come here and uh, right, and, uh, and take ten G's and on the black market, the naira oh my equals God. like what, like twenty million or yeah. something, something crazy, right? So that so I, I I give a guy ten ten G's, bring him here. Now he's a star. So if I could create the marketing in, in a way that not only do I build him up as a star here in the U.S. Yeah, but in this. But in his home country, this guy is the man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, look at the goals, the replay, the highlights. He's scoring. We're winning championships. I mean, you're talking about a whole new level of global... Making stars. Yeah, Yeah. global stars. Which... That's just his college degree. He can right. still now go play EPL. He can go to exactly. Spain. He can go to, to Russia. Exactly. And that fan base he built in America and in his home country, they'll follow him. Exactly. Who, who Who's going to create the... Somebody needs to create the market value for that for that, that, that person. Who's yeah. going to say, okay, this guy here in Nigeria who's an up-and-coming uh, star. Yes. You know, what is their market potential? Yeah, if he plays at the right school, and See, that's, what cloud, North that's what Cloud Machine comes in, man. Absolutely, that's what we do, man. That's what Cloud Machine comes in and says, you okay, this, you take this guy, you put him here. Yeah. This is what his cloud score looks like. This is what his his market potential looks like. This yeah. is what he can become. And this is what it does for your brand. Because, listen, like, 
UC, UCLA can start winning soccer games over yeah. and over and over and over again. And, and more people hear about your health center, right. hear about your medical center. Cause right. That's what I think it's the entryway for people to know about other things you do. Like people say it a lot. The sports programs are the front porches of universities, yeah. right? So when the sports looks better, people want to come in the house. And, 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 and I mentioned the market of Nigeria. But let's not discount the fact that there's a bunch of Nigerians yeah, living Nigerians here in the in U.S. And We're seeing it. One, there's a Nigerian who went to the Howard uh, soccer team, and he just committed last year. He was good. He was very good. So I'm starting to see a, a yeah. bit more. But the thing is, the best athletes aren't playing soccer, soccer. here. Yeah. But I they, think, right, they're, they're doing what you did, track, football. Right, right, like, right. you on a soccer field, you probably would have been vicious, but the best, your competition. I mean, my dad was a national soccer player when he was 18 in Nigeria. So, yeah. He went to the U.S. He went to Mississippi State. They're like, hey, you want to play football? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I do my feet. Yeah, right. right. And then now, I, you know, I play football, basketball, ran track. Yeah. I played some soccer, but... I couldn't play it because it's like it's like fourth on my list. So yeah, it's like I can't I can't really do it because it 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 doesn't mess with my you know basketball, football, and all that other stuff. Exactly. Um, but yeah, there's it, it, it a market. I mean, there's there's an opportunity to bring a guy. You get the people within the U.S. that are really like you have to market them. Like there has yeah. to be a, a, a machine built yeah. for his clips, yeah. his mm-hmm. merch, what he's doing, the, the the goals he's scoring, the highlights, absolutely. And it, 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 I talk, I said soccer though, but lacrosse, but it could be basketball, yeah. it could be football for real. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Seventeen year old, he hit me up through Twitter, man. This man showed me his highlight tape. He is one handed yamming on people back home. He's like, I want to come over here. <laughs> so look, so we gonna start it out. <laughs> yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna get we gonna get my guy, hoop the hoop here. Yes, get him up. Forget about the NBA, man. Yeah, yeah complete college. Yeah, we talking college. We talking NIL. We talking you know opportunity to. I mean, there's a whole African. It's not even just like it's a whole yeah, African diaspora. Yeah, so it's. I mean, it's, it's just it's just a change of of the game. The game is is going to change. It's going to continue to evolve. Yeah. And technology, and innovation, and just the just economics. You know, the 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 the, the push to bring new things to the table and, and look at things in different ways is going to continue to advance over and over and over again. Man, it's oh, true. exciting time. The what college NIL does, because you're right, you can now make a star in college before they ever go pro. Before they ever change the dynamic of so many things. I think we'll see more agencies and that do that. But no, this is this has been terrific. Just I'm glad that we keep, we could have you back here with us, talk about the Big Ten mergers, other things that happened this week. But thank you guys for joining us. This has been the Clout Machine Podcast, and we'll see you all back here next week. Hey. Peace.